Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Aren't she like Mr. Bean? I find you so asexual. Use it, use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. Live, on tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program, episode uh, 2608. Yeah. I'm a winner today. You know, here's a phrase I don't like. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I don't like the phrase. I don't know why I don't like the phrase, but my ear does not care for when people say it. And it's never done in a negative way unless they're being a dickhead. I guess anything can be said that way. It'll be that Really, anything can be said, uh, uh, taken negatively if you say it like a dickhead. I fucking love you. See? Like, you, you don't believe me, right? Nobody I, would say it that way. I find that, I found that very touching, actually. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Is that, how, is that how Michael would say it to you as you were growing up? <laughs> no. He did uh, swear, but not like that. Did he ever say he loved you? And that's a serious question that maybe should be safer <laughs> off the air. <laughs> I believe he did, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, does he still, or is, uh, are you too old to hear that? No, I don't. It doesn't come up that often, no. Is that true? That's true, yeah. Even in these pandemic times, you don't, uh, when you check in to make sure that he hasn't fallen down the stairs, you don't go, uh, all right, I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Oh, do I say it to him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't say it to each other. Yeah, no, we don't. You don't? No. Now, can I follow up with a question? It's not my business. Is yeah. that because you do not love your father? <laughs> well, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> uh, no, it's, I, I, I think uh, over my life, I've sensed that he's uncomfortable expressing emotion. And so I sort of match his level, I guess. I don't know. Uh, um, yeah. And is that just him or do you, uh, do you tell your kids you love them? Do you tell your wife you love them? I do. Yeah, I do don't you have tell a problem your, with that. Uh, your mother? What about uh, Phil? Is he getting involved here? Doug? <laughs> Johnny, Doug, no, Phil, yes. <laughs> Doug, Doug is your stepfather. Yeah, uh, you don't tell you don't tell him you love him. I don't think I've ever told him I love him. No. Really? No. I told my stepfather two times uh, when I had a stepfather, uh, the gentleman who you know was in my home raising me. Yeah, uh, Ron. Um, I, I said I love you twice. Once when I moved to uh, when I moved to Pasadena uh, to go to the American Academy, mm-hmm. and uh, they were sending me off. Yep. And he said, uh, love you, Jim. And I said, love you too, Ron. I'm sorry, it'll be three times. 
Uh, and then um, uh, when I moved to L.A. in 95 and said, I love you. And he said, you too, guy. That's what he said that time. Whoops. And I was like, oh, Jesus, that, that wasn't the same as the first trip. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then after my mother passed away and I called him to tell him uh, that she had passed away. And uh, uh, he uh, then said, I love you, Jim. I always have. And it was like, oh, Jesus. And that's nice. Uh, I said, you that too, Ron. Nice. And, you know, you know, he wasn't my father, but he certainly uh, he certainly helped raise me. I can't uh, say yeah. that he didn't. He was in my house for 28 years. Also, because it sounds like the first time he said it was kind of one of those casual, like, maybe just the way you repeated it. I don't know if it's true, but it seems like when he was saying goodbye to you the first time, it was just like, all right, love you. Like just kind of a, a sign off that was kind of didn't, didn't really have a lot of meaning. I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. I, well, I thought it did. Uh, That's nice. I, I don't think it was, I don't, I don't think it was flip, which is why it surprised me the second time when I got you two guy. Right. When I got that. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Cause I feel like there is a big difference between, just saying, all right, love you, bye. That's to me. That's just like kind of a. Uh, you're saying it. You could say put any words in the in that space, and it would have the same weight or meaning. But like to me, it seems like if you've never said I love you to another person, whether it's a relative or a, a significant other, you know, someone you're dating, mm-hmm. the first time should be meaningful. Like you should lock eyes and really. <laughs> convey it like full on like i love you yeah and it sounds like he that, didn't do that but maybe he did no, the, the first time i think he did okay the first time when, when i moved in pasta in 87 to pasadena mm-hmm. it certainly was that so this it's just really the second time that he bailed on it and was just like i don't actually feel that way anymore <laughs> yeah man you know what i don't blame him I, I was he was probably grateful good this guy's going he was like hey i i said it the first time when i expected you to not return but <laughs> now that we're now now i have no idea how many times this is going to happen so i'm not going to yeah. blow any emotion on it you keep bailing on your dreams how many times is that going to happen i went to school in 87 and uh with the thought that i would stay in la but i didn't i uh yeah. went back to chicago to start a uh a very mediocre stand-up comedy career. Uh, turned out okay. Turned out okay. Yeah. You know what? Uh, as I say over and over again, I, I think I've achieved more than I ever thought. I While I'm not a household name, I've achieved more than a heck, uh, heck of a lot more than I ever thought I would. Yeah. So I am uh, forever grateful to uh, uh, this career and my friends and my family and, and uh, my stepfather, who I've not, uh, again, now I've not spoken to in almost two years. But Is, it, uh, is this the final episode of Never Not Funny? <laughs> you're, we're closing up. <laughs> you're talking about it. It's like, well, it, that was good, and we did it, and good night. I have been thinking a lot about my mortality uh, in the last month. So oh, why? Uh, How come? Uh, <laughs> I don't you know what I got a bill in the mail that I couldn't pay, and I was thinking, well, if I, maybe if I die before this thing's due, oh. I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, speaking of money, let me tell you this very quickly. So I'm on my walk yesterday. I'm on my, I take two walks. I do one in the morning on my own. And I do one with the family in the afternoon. And um, on my morning walk, as I was walking down the street, singing doo diddy diddy dum diddy do, <laughs> I saw a $20 bill. Oh, shit. And I was like, well, that can't be. That's probably one of those gag ones, one of those half, <laughs> uh, half things. And as I got up to it, I was like, no, no, that is a $20 bill. And, um, uh, but it was in front of a house in between, like it was on the sidewalk between, uh, you know, where I, I knew that that person, cause I'd seen that person get out of the car before their car was in front of their house. And I was like, ah, oh, maybe they just dropped it. Or, you know, uh, so I picked it up and I, with one hand and I tucked it, uh, into some, uh, in a grass underneath a sprinkler so that it would not blow away. Um, and I thought to myself, first of all, it was like, um, uh, a couple of thoughts. Uh, pre-corona, I, I may have just pocketed that money. Mm-hmm. I may have. 
Um, and uh, so the virus certainly put into this. At the same time, uh, I also felt bad, like, oh, shit, what if that guy drops the 20 and then he comes out looking for it and here's Dickhead walking away with it. So I would not do it for that reason. Uh, I also thought, like, even if that person doesn't find it, maybe somebody that could use the $20 more than me could use it. So I left it there uh, and then came home and uh, refreshed my where's my stimulus check 4000 times. Uh, somebody could use that 20 bucks more. Where's my stimulus check? Yeah. Over and over and over, even though it says right in there, it refreshes maximum one time a day, usually overnight. Oh, well, then refresh, refresh, refresh. Interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's funny. I think I, I've had that experience, too, where you're like you reach an age where you're like, Instead of just being like money and then taking it without even thinking, be like, oh, my God, I yay to like suddenly you're like, whose is this and can I get it back to them? Like, I've, I've that, had that experience, too. I actually looked around to see, like, is somebody carrying their groceries up to their up to their door? Is somebody, uh, you know, is there somebody walking ahead of me? Right. Uh, that may have dropped it. And I didn't see anybody and that drove me nuts. Like, darn it. Mm -hmm. I wish I could. Because 20 bucks is uh, while I left it behind. Um and again, I'm not that I'm Mr. Moneybags. I just was yeah. uh, being courteous. Um, uh, while I left, if I dropped twenty bucks, it would bum me the shit out. Mm -hmm. I would go, Fuck, "Where's that twenty bucks?" And I, you know, I wouldn't be cavalier. Like, yeah, it's twenty dollars. I blow my nose in twenty dollars. So I'd be like, "Shit, I lost that twenty bucks." Yeah. So hopefully, the rightful owner, uh, because then we went for the family walk. I told the family, uh, "Hey, let's look and see if that twenty is still there." And it was not there. Was did, not there. Did it? Did you think about uh, taking it all the way up to the house and putting it in a, a mail slot? Or I didn't know if it was that house. What if it was somebody that was on a walk? What if yeah, it was uh, right? You know, what if what if somebody was walking and was wearing gloves and uh, mm -hmm. then went into their pocket and the twenty stuck to the glove? You know, you never know. Yeah, you never know what's happening. We're in a pandemic and we're trying to get by like anybody else can. I'm getting a very important text message. I I, I kind of I was kind of hoping the story was going to go that. You uh, you saw it, you crouched down, took out some hand sanitizer and splooshed it all over the, the bill and then flipped it over, splooshed some more on it and then put it in your pocket. And then pocketed it? <laughs> yeah. uh, I am not, uh, I'm not walking around with hand sanitizer, I can tell you that. Uh -huh. um, although I will tell you this, at Target yesterday, uh, I was wearing gloves, of course, uh, goggles and gloves at all times, safety first, 10 and two. And um, as I was leaving, uh, there was the, they had hand sanitizer at the um, guess cashier station. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing for the cashier, uh, by the look of everybody's look of horror, everybody's face, when I decided to give it a couple of pumps into my gloves, <laughs> uh, they all like, they looked like, what, what, like, what are you doing? Wait a minute. You put yeah. hand sanitizer inside your glove? No, no. On the outside of the gloves, because I had to press my, I had to put my uh, pin into the uh, credit card machine. Yeah. Um, and so I just thought like, uh, yeah, I'm going to wipe the, I'm going to wipe my gloves down now, mm -hmm. uh, after having done that. And I saw the hand sanitizer there. So I used it. I think that people were looking at you funny cause it's weird to see someone put hand sanitizer onto gloves. <laughs> yeah, but is it any weirder than putting it on your hands? I mean, like, you, I, it, I'm like, no, I'm my gloves. It, it makes total sense. It's just a bizarre, like <laughs> you're obviously like theoretically you're wearing gloves to protect yourself <laughs> and you're using hand sanitizer mostly to protect yourself. So to double to double it up you're actually helping other people you're saying hey these gloves have touched a bunch of things and now i'm doing this to pr to protect other people but well, it still looks like you're a nut bar oh it looks insane but i but but what i was doing was helping my uh well i was actually helping my steering wheel of my vehicle right uh of then what it because what if next time i go in my car and don't use gloves uh so wait you don't take the gloves off before you get in the car 
I kept them on because then I wanted the gloves to then uh, unload the groceries with. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, into the, the groceries uh, have been in the, the store. The, yeah, that makes sense. The one area to wipe them down and then right. move it over to the other side of the table, which is the clean side of the table. Yeah. And then Danielle takes it from there, and uh, if anything is in a box, let's say microwave popcorn is an example. I will open the box and then just dump it out right. into either a bucket or a uh, not a bucket. We're not hobos into a bowl <laughs> or Danielle will grab them and then immediately put them away because the stuff inside has not been touched in in right. in days. Right. My uh, my approach is to uh just partly because I like doing it is when you leave the store, you take the gloves off and you throw them over your shoulder as if you're throwing a match into a gasoline can in an action movie. <laughs> and just like walk a burner away. phone? <laughs> yeah. I like just it, walk it. away with the fucking gloves exploding yeah. behind you. And then uh, uh and then with the bags, I just figure I bring them to the doorstep, I go inside and wash my hands immediately, and then Elise goes outside washes anything down that needs to be washed down puts them into new bags and then she washes her hands so the we're stopping the yeah the, we're cutting well, we got a different the, you know we both are doing the same thing different ways of doing it did mm-hmm. uh, two-prong attack mm-hmm. uh a three-prong if you're including my cock which i i do like to get in there especially with the microwave popcorn extra butter movie theater style mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh get it in there a little bit up warm. and um what's that garen it's warm God damn right, it's warm. Right out of the microwave? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Are you kidding me? That's what you Had some last dog. night. Had some uh, microwave popcorn last night. We watched the movie The Rocker. Uh, remember the movie The Rocker with uh, Rain Wilson? Oh, yeah. Will Arnett and uh, young Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Um, Jane Lynch and uh, Jeff Garland. I'm only listening to these all because it's amazing how many people are in this movie. Jeff Garland, Jane Lynch, Emma Stone, uh, Fred Armisen, uh, Howard Hessman. Uh, but, it, but, uh, oh, uh, Josh Gad, a young Josh Gad. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's funny. It's crazy. Uh, and then the gentleman who is not a gentleman anymore, he's now a, uh, a female. Teddy Geiger was the star and it now goes by, I think, Teddy Love. Garen, oh, look yeah, that up, yeah, please. Yeah. Who wrote the big hits for Sean Mendez? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but in this movie, he, he was a young man, now is a, uh, a lady. I get that movie because there's there's three movies that I haven't seen any of them, but it, they all seem kind of similar in my head, uh, and I can't tell them apart because I didn't see them. There's the one with Adam Sandler, and they're in a band, and they're in a van or something, and there's some sort of a situation. Oh, that's Airheads. Airheads, thank you. Um, and that one's a, that's a ah, you know what that's a movie to watch with Oliver. That's a fun movie. Okay, and then there's the Rocker, and then there's the one with uh, Rock, Rocker. By the way, if I may, if I could just quickly give my review of that, is, yeah. uh, since I just gave Airheads, um, you know, I saw it in the movie theater. And I remember thinking it was okay, and I stand by that review. It's just okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a lot of flaws. There's a lot of flaws. Was that kind of like the first movie that like Rain Wilson did after he became famous from The Office? Was that? I think so. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of what happened. And then the so. third one is that one with Mark Wahlberg, where it's like basically the Arnold Pineda story, but it's it's based on a different guy. But it's sort of that. It story. is based on uh, Ripper Owens, uh, who joined Judas Priest, and that movie blows. And that's called Rockstar. Rock yeah, yeah, that thing sucks, man. That is just, I was bummed how much I was disappointed in that movie. Yeah. What a bummer. That thing was a bummer. It seems like it should be a very simple thing to execute uh, well. Which Hang is, on, Elliot's making himself giggle by being an <laughs> infant. <laughs> well, I, I'm also, yeah, I, I have a friend who, who, who really likes that movie. But well, it's that, not because it's a good movie, it's because of the, the sort of feeling of, you know the fan getting to getting to be the singer 
and and the the moments when he when he you know obviously it's not Mark Wahlberg singing. I think we've we've discussed this before. You know who it is? It's Jeff Scott Soto is the gentleman who's singing. Stand up and shout. Who's that? Uh, Jeff Scott Soto was a uh, no. I meant who was just screaming? It was Elliot. <laughs> Oh, who's Elliot? <laughs> when I said, who's that? And he was like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> uh, It's all horrible. Look at, look, look at Elliot's got his hair slicked back like he's going for a job interview today. It looks good. Yeah. He knows he's on thin ice here. So he has to <laughs> <laughs> always be ready. Well, if I could recommend ZipRecruiter, Elliot, that's your spot. <laughs> Garen couldn't hurt for you to head over there as well. This pandemic. We might have to put some people on furlough. Um, I know we're a small business. Um, Honestly, after the fucking audio issues we've been wrestling with for the last five weeks, I I feel like we are like, let's just strip this fucking thing down. You and me on a phone, Jimmy. That's what it's going to be. Well, in, in fairness, the audio problems seem to be coming from your end. So you're the one that might get shaken loose. Today it was, but every fucking time it's a different issue. Yeah, that's true. Well, now hopefully we've solved it all and we've solved uh, the crisis. And the, everybody's fr- free to go back out in the world. Go ahead. Pandemic is over. We solved ah. it. Woo! We solved it. Uh, anyway, who's Jeff Scott Soto? I know that name, but I don't know Jeff why. Scott was just a kind of a session guy. He was in a couple of bands. Uh, he's very big here in the L.A. scene. And then he, he too, oddly enough, was in Journey for a minute huh. uh, when Steve Algeri, uh, who replaced Steve Perry, mm-hmm. um, had vocal issues. Jeff Scott Soto finished that tour. Um, and you know what? Uh, a lot of people were upset that he uh, did not continue on. Uh, he did not belong in that band. He's a gr- he's a great vocalist, uh, but uh, that was not the right gig for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is also in uh, the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh, wow! He is in he is in one of the touring versions of that. He's yeah. got a great voice. He's a very good singer, which is why he was used in that movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, and if you want to, uh, I'm going to contradict myself. If you want to see him. Uh, if you Google Jeff Scott Soto open arms, there's he does a great version on YouTube. Okay. Uh, and um, probably not going to do that. But uh, <laughs> I don't like you stealing my lines. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you know why? Because I sent a very topical and, and pertinent to your interest link uh, to you to everybody last week and got zero response from it. Oh, that's true. I did not respond to that. I enjoyed it very much. The, uh, the family that? that recreated the separate oh. ways video. Yeah. It was like I this. did watch it. I silently enjoyed it. <laughs> I didn't. I ba- basically I, I knew like I just put it in the group text for the hell of it. I didn't think anybody but Jimmy would give a shit. But uh, uh, can I yeah. tell you what happened? Yeah, I watched it all because I like that song. Like it was one of those like, yeah. usually when I see people recreate videos like that, it, like when Jimmy Fallon does it and J- with Paul Rudd or whatever, fuck off. Yeah, that bores the <laughs> shit out of me, man. Yeah. And this one, I was just like, I was like, all right, I'll watch this. And then before I know it, it's, I'm a minute in and I'm enjoying the song so much. That I uh, watched the uh, it in, in, in its entirety. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with my wife's assessment, which was uh, seems like the 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 wife should have been Steve Perry, but clearly the dad wanted it more. <laughs> that dad wanted the. <laughs> my guess is the dad said, "Guys, we're doing this today. <laughs> yeah. I'm Steve Perry. I don't care who you guys are. Work it out." <laughs> the level of passion, the, oh. the the gap between him and everyone else in his family is insane. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the I did like the what the kid did hit the one thing though on the keyboard. He hit it. He had it perfectly timed. But then the kid on bass, like he just, he's doing it so dad doesn't hit him. <laughs> like it's, yeah, there were moments that the kids were were perfect, uh, and it's it was I I laughed. I got a chuckle out of when. There's that one shot in the video that they recreate where the keyboard's on a wall for some reason. Yeah. He's playing it against what the wall. What's happening there? Don't know why they did that. You know, that video is notoriously known as the worst video ever. Um, mm. 
I think, I, which is, first of all, not true. There are far worse yeah, videos. not even close. Um, I think the problem that they, the reason it's considered that is that Journey's such a big band. Mm. Like, why was that allowed? Why that, that, that's a very, that's very much a video for, you know, kicks and <laughs> uh, like, uh, yeah. hey, kicks. Uh, hey, we're going to give you guys 10 grand. Go make a video and we'll see if MTV plays it. Yeah. Uh, whereas Journey should have, certainly at that point in their career for uh, the Frontiers album should have. Uh, had a budget and, and what, also veto power. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Was it like, did they give their friend the job of directing it or something? I don't know. Because every other video from that album is pretty good. I mean, you know, all, a lot of those, videos. yeah, for the time, I feel like, like there's the, which what's the, is it, uh, is it Separate Ways or Oh Sherry? It's Oh Sherry that's well, very, Separate Ways is the one. Yeah, that's Go got ahead. the heavy filter and like, there, it's, it's very, it looks very expensive and yet shitty at the same time. Oh yeah, oh Sherry's the one where it's uh, basically them at a they're filming a a movie scene and then right. she takes a break while he sings to her and wears a hat <laughs> and uh, yeah. of course sounds great because it's the great Steve Perry and I won't have anybody else talk anything uh, say anything else. <clears throat> He's a guy that does belong in Journey, by the way. Earlier I said <laughs> Jeff so? Soto wasn't the right gig for Steve Perry. It wasn't. Yeah, the right I mean gig. he's he's okay at it. He's. He did the best he could for a couple of albums, and he got out. He gets the he gets the job done, I guess. But uh, I'm, I'm there like for the, the immigrants. I'm there for the guitar solos, obviously. Obviously, the great Neil Schoen. Mm-hmm. How many um, albums was he on? Uh, Steve Perry. I'm going to count this down: Infinity, Evolution, might be in reverse order of those: Infinity, Evolution, Departure, um, Escape. Frontiers, Raised on Radio, Trial by Fire. Seven. Okay, so seven. Okay, that's not... I think it's seven. I might have missed one. I, I did not include Captured, which is a live album. Thank um, you. They don't sound like are. they're having a very good life with all those titles. <laughs> what do you mean, man? Escape, Frontiers. Much like, the, to... the, much like the show description of Never Not Funny, they got locked into a format and they couldn't escape. <laughs> yes, it, that, that much is... It, that includes album art and everything. Like yeah. everything was... Yeah. Uh, I like the were, album art. They locked in on that uh, scarab, scarab, and then yeah. uh, he was captured. Then he escaped. Then the then the scarab goes. They have brand new frontiers. Then uh, and then they're raised on radio, where they gave up on the scarab entirely. Although he might be hidden in somewhere on the radio station. But that that's Steve Perry's baby. And if you look at it, wait his his actual he had a child that came out a a, a beetle, <laughs> a bug. Yeah, yeah he's got a beetle. Well, by uh, all means, if that's what happens to you, then you should pay tribute to it on an album cover. Absolutely. And by the way, to uh, to uh, our friend Jeff um, Babco. Thank you, Jeff Babco. I wanted to I wanted to say Jeff Howell. That's the gentleman that listens to our program uh, that did uh, photography for Parcastathon, and then I believe all those files were ruined. Um, <laughs> Jeff Babco uh, told us that uh, Steve Perry used to drive an AVW Beetle, so that yeah. Only makes sense. Mm-hmm. Guy loves Beatles. <laughs> Guy loves it. Drives that scarab around. Yeah. Right? Loves it. The Egyptian. That'd be a cool customization. I wonder, I'm sure someone's done that. Take a, an old VW bug and scarabize it. I would imagine some nut bar Journey fan has done that. I don't even mean for Journey. I just mean like the ancient Egyptian uh, scarab. But yeah, if you, I, uh, if you like Journey, sure, go ahead. <laughs> I don't. I don't see anybody. I don't see a Scarab fan doing it, which is why I put the why I put it on a Journey fan. I could see them doing it because they're nuts, right? Any fan is a fan. Let's remind everybody: fan is short for fanatic. That's right. Now, don't. But don't you think there are people who are obsessed with 
ancient Egypt the way other people are obsessed with Journey or, or the way people are obsessed with crystals or zodiac signs and stuff like that? I think, though, uh, our, our, our pop culture shows us that if you're obsessed with Egypt, you are a supervillain. <laughs> well, because you're trying to raise the dead and create an army to, yeah. to overthrow the governments of the I, world. I don't know what that's from. What is that from? Is that from uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire? That's not the name of a movie. Is that Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark? I mean, it's. it's I wanted to like... say Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire. Raiders Earth, of the Lost Ark. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, fire, right? Indiana Jones and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Is that one Tears uh, for Fears? That's something with that? Now, yeah. now, Indiana Jones does belong in Earth, Wind, and Fire. That would be a great concert. Just he comes out and cracks the whip in time with the beat. I would love it. I've yeah. seen Earth, Wind, and Fire many times because they opened up for Chicago on a, on a tour, uh, several tours, and uh, they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Earth, Wind, and Fire. I also saw them when they did that thing at Dodger Stadium uh, with uh, Fleetwood Mac and Journey. And uh, was there one other band? Or was it just the three of them? I can't name three Earth, Wind, and Fire songs, and I may not even be able to name one, honestly. If I heard uh, it, I would know it was them, but I can't. Off the top of my head, I can't. There's one huge one. Uh, is it... Uh, do you remember? Yep. What's the name of that song? Uh, the, the... What? On and On? Is that what it's called? The one of Mount of... September? It's just called September. September. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's called September. That's uh, my one. That's the one I can name. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you some more. Okay. Uh, you ready? Yep. Uh, this is a, you got uh, Let's Groove Tonight. Right. Da, 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 da. Uh, and that's the way of the world, which I cannot sing, but it's great. Don't know. And then you got It's a Boogie Wonderland. Yep. Uh, uh, shining star for you and me. Shining star for plump for free. Right. Blah, right, blah, right. Blah. Uh, it's a fantasy. Uh, that's not. That's not it. I just. <laughs> I just sang a BG song with the wrong lyric. <laughs> um, you know, fantasy though. If uh, if I knew how to sing, you could do it. Then you got uh, after the love is gone. You know that after the love is gone, it used to be right is wrong. It won a, a Grammy. I'm, I'm sorry. Huge. That's the way you're singing it. That's definitely a Michael McDonald song. <laughs> he yeah. sings back. He sings up the uh, the backups. Oh, yeah. look at that! You did a great uh, job. By though. co-written by the great Bill Champlin. Uh, okay. Then they do a great cover of the Beatles' "Got to Get You Into My Life," which uh, comes out of the uh, Sgt. Pepper movie. Mm-hmm. They do a song called "Sing a Song," which is great. "Get Away," which is great. Damn it, they got great songs. I think the problem for me is I never know if a song is Cool in the Gang, Earth, Wind, and Fire, or the Commodores, or maybe just a one-hit wonder from the 70s. I think that is a fair statement uh, because they are all very talented, including those one-hit wonders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will also say that I think your problem is you're a racist. Yep. I think all <laughs> black people are the this. same. Yep. You just like hearing music on the radio, so you don't know what color that person is that's coming, uh, that's making that music. Mm-hmm. Coming out at you. Right? Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, is that Tower of Power Horns as well? I believe sometimes they will throw the T.O.P. on there. I don't know if that's a uh, constant. I also don't know if I'm uh, if I'm saying that right at all. Oh, T.O.P. No, that does stand for Tower of Power. <laughs> no, that part I got. That part I think I that part I think I nailed. Um, but the uh, I I, I want to say the Tower of Power horns to play with her Earth Wind and Fire, or do, I think they might have their own set, their own uh, horn section. Well, I'm not an expert on Earth Wind and Fire. I know the nine songs I listed. Mainly because I read them off my phone. Yeah. I don't know if you would have done that off the dome. I probably could have listed five. Mm-hmm. Tower but, uh, of Power does not have Earth, Wind, and Fire listed as an associated act. No? Okay. Who, who do they Who do they normally play with? Cold Blood, Sons of Chaplin, Santana, Doobie Brothers, uh, Cat Stevens, and Lenny Williams. 
You know, the great Sons of Champlin is, uh, that's the band of the aforementioned Bill Champlin, who came up, and he was with the band Chicago for 29 years, 28 years. Uh, and we wish him luck, as we do all former members of Chicago. They seem to be doing okay. Mm-hmm. They're in Calabasas. They got to be doing okay. They're in Calabasas. Bill Champlin's having to get a little more local than that, believe it or not. Where is he? Uh, just found that out. I, I don't think I'm allowed to say. Oh. I, don't think that, I don't think that's my... Uh, been, when I did Jake Keith Van Stratton's show recently, uh, go fact yourself, mm-hmm. as we were, uh, they, they were having some technical issues, as uh, we are all learning with this new world. Um, and so Bill and I was asking Bill if he still lived in Nashville, and he said, no, they moved back. They now live in blank. And um, uh, I was surprised to hear where they lived. Mm-hmm. Um, Van Nuys. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that surprised. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't that. I, that would have been surprised. I would have been like my yeah. eyes would have hit him in the face, yeah. uh, even though we were uh, talking remotely. Um, hey, before we uh, take our break, I want to point out that if you have the video on any level of the uh, platinum, you can see that both Matt and I are wearing uh, prototypes of the T-shirts that will be going out. I understand, according to Mario, some of the uh, orders are trickling out. Yeah, uh, but there is the T-shirt that you get. And uh, I will tell you this as I walked out because uh, I'm wearing mine as well. Uh, as I walked out of the office uh, and, and Danielle and Oliver were there, Danielle said, that's a great looking shirt. Yeah. yeah. So um, if you are in the uh, platinum at the 10 or $20 level, the uh, the plus or the primo level, uh, the shirts will be going out. Uh, they're trickling out. I've been told they're trickling out. Yeah. Uh, in this pandemic, as we've talked about, uh, not only are we a small business, Mario is also a small business, and I believe even uh, might even be smaller than us at this moment because of uh, uh, no hands on deck as a lot of these smaller businesses uh, have to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, they look great, and if you are only if you are not a member of the Platinum or if you are at the uh, introductory level of the five dollar, which we welcome everybody in. Uh, and we welcome you if, you if you can't even afford that and you're only listening to the, the free episode we thank, uh, we thank you for doing that uh, but if you want to get shirts and stuff uh, go to the website nevernotfunny.com and you'll see all the levels and the shirt is a good looking shirt uh, also want to point out that uh, I saw a tweet yesterday that Garen retweeted uh, that the woman Christy Colleen that was in charge of the gift subscriptions to Never Not Funny uh, apparently that is closed and they gave away a good number people the Never Not Funny fans, which I've said over and over again, are the greatest fans in the world. And I thank you guys for supporting this show and and uh, being around and, and and trying to spread the word. Uh, a, I don't know. If, uh, well, she tweeted out 54. Wow. Never Not Funny listeners wow. donated subscriptions to 54 to other people. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, I think that's it. She told me that basically everybody who wanted one received one. That's, that's amazing. amazing. That, that yeah, is. It's, it's pretty cool. So thank you to the people that donated and welcome aboard to the people that are uh, that are now getting a couple a couple of episodes more a week than they were getting uh, earlier. And uh, yeah. uh, this time, uh, very grateful people that uh, might have a couple of extra bucks to do that. And, you know, I, I, obviously I'm fucking loaded. I'm dropping twenty dollar bills around the uh, neighborhood. <laughs> I doesn't even give a right? shit. I'm like about that guy that drops the gold coins in the uh, Salvation Army thing. I'm just uh, if I see a 20, I'll let somebody else grab it. That's my thing. Mm hmm. Uh, so so thank you for all that. Thank you for Chris yeah. Kelly for putting that together. Thank you to the fans that uh, did that. And thank you to the uh, to uh, the, uh, the uh, b- b- people for uh, listening to the show. Wow. Good <laughs> sentence. Talk for a living. Jimmy Carter, professional. <laughs> you know what I said yesterday to myself? This will surprise you guys, considering what you guys know about me privately. 
uh, I said, Jesus, I miss going to a comedy club. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that Missed is very surprising. It. I saw a photograph of somebody posted on Facebook of uh, basically, uh, I'm paraphrasing, what a difference a year makes. And it was a photo of them on stage with an audience there. And I was like, yeah, no shit. Like, uh, you missed that. Mm-hmm. You missed that. I also miss being able to walk around in my neighborhood without fearing that I'm going to die. So there's a lot of things <laughs> that, I'm, <laughs> that I'm missing. Yeah, makes sense. Right? Gary, your thoughts. Jimmy, you know, I, I am a performer at heart. <laughs> so knowing that I can't get out there and feel that energy that just radiates off of an audience, it, it hurts my heart. <laughs> and it that made me soul. the worst thing I've ever heard. You, you may be more laid back than Perry Como. You may, if you were ever to do a concert or a show, you, that audience will leave more relaxed than they've ever been in their entire life. Yeah. Happy to do it. Happy to do it, he says. Uh, hey, speaking of live shows, though, we are doing a, uh, it's not a live show per se, but we're, uh, uh, our friends at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California, uh, who have basically transitioned into, they have a b- great kitchen over there. Uh, they basically transitioned uh, during this time into a um, uh, takeout restaurant. Uh, so if you're in the Burbank area, take advantage of that. The food is terrific, but they are also doing virtual shows on the internet to uh, help pay their employees. And uh, we're going to be doing one. They reached out to us and asked us if we would do a Never Not Funny for them. And I, I recognize that on the heels of saying, thank you for joining the Players Club or the player, the Platinum. God damn it, just dropped something. Um, that uh, asking for more money is insane. Uh, but on May the 2nd at 7.30 Pacific time, uh, and uh, uh, Garen will uh, tweet this out as well, the link. Uh, we'll be doing a Never Not Funny in the Flapper Zoom room. So uh, come on by. I think tickets are 10 bucks for that. Uh, we are not getting a nickel of it. It's uh, all the proceeds are going uh, directly to the flapper staff. Uh, so the people that are, uh, you know, struggling because uh, they don't have hours and stuff. And uh, so uh, if you can make it in there, great. And if you uh, if you can't, if you go, hey, you know what? I've given uh, never not funny enough of my money. I'm trying to uh, pay my bills and buy some uh, budding ham. I get it. I get it. But if you, you got nothing to do on I May got 2nd. I got it up until you said Buddig Ham. I don't know what that is. Uh, Buddig Ham is that, uh, literally, uh, it's that lunch meat that only costs like 69 cents for a package. Uh, it is, um, I, will, I will not lie to you. It is not, uh, uh, it is not high quality, uh, yet it is still delicious. And uh, I had not had it in 30 years. Mm. Uh, I ate it a lot back when I lived, uh, when I moved to Pasadena after I, I had to eat, I had to eat my feelings after my stepfather said he loved me. Um, <laughs> I, um, I had it a lot then because it was like, I think at the time it was only 39 cents a package and you can get two sandwiches out of it. And so now it's 69 cents. And so the, uh, recently when this, uh, okay. this whole pandemic thing went, I went, you know what? Stock up on those. Those will last. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's not awful. It's not awful. Uh, so, so a choice between that and bologna, which do you prefer? Buttig ham or, or the buttig. I, we, uh, I had the buttig pastrami the other day. Mm. They've also got a, uh, you know, a, a, a honey baked turkey or whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, oven baked honey thing or a honey soaked or whatever the shit they call it. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I became a jerky boy. <laughs> that honey's dry, whatever shit you call it. 
honey nut cheerios <laughs> turkey <laughs> uh that's so a turkey that's cooked with honey nut cheerios on top of it oh you tell me that, that wouldn't might, be delicious oh my that god might be delicious if you if you soaked them in water so that they're a little soggy so that it sticks to it and then as it bakes it kind of bakes into the skin that'd be amazing oh. crisps, crisps up crusts up yeah i'm gonna do oh, this i don't <laughs> are you I mean, not with a full, I don't, I'm not going to go out and get a whole turkey, but. Do it with a chicken. I'll find some way to do it with some piece of uh, protein. What if you just made a turkey sandwich and put some uh, Honey Nut Cheerios in that sandwich? Like that, a. That may be a, what a, I end a, up doing. A movie out of the 80s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what was that? <clears throat> was it Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Breakfast Club? It's Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. When yeah, Ali Sheedy puts Pixie the. sticks. Oh, yeah. And the right. Captain Crunch. Oh man, that's so <laughs> gross. But it's, it's an indelible Ooh. image. It's like a bologna sandwich with like Captain Crunch and pixie sticks. It's disgusting. Uh, by the way, I'm very, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very, uh, very close with my, uh, with my bologna. But uh, in fact, it's got a first name. Oh, you're on a first you know name. You bologna by its first name. I do. It's O S C A R. Wow. Uh, do you, what's the, what's its last name? <laughs> have you ever have you ever even <laughs> found out? Have you ever learned it? Never got that far. I don't want to know it. I kind yeah. of just like knowing him on a first name. Hey, there he is. Oscar. You're on such a first name basis, you almost named your son that. And then you, yep. and then you repeatedly accidentally called him that for the first few weeks of his life. Let me tell you something. Uh, remember when I said it on the podcast? Yeah. Uh it it th- that that literally pops into my head once a week. It, it haunts me. <laughs> it haunts me that I said anyway, so then Oscar said, Nope, his name is Oliver. Like, what a god damn it. The truth is both of those names are good names. If you had just named him Oscar, it would have been great. But Oliver's great too. Yeah, he's an he's an Oliver though, uh, you know what I mean. He's not well, an Oscar. I know that's a what a assholey parent thing to say. But uh, but if you were an, if you if you had named him Oscar, then the attributes of his personality would would now be associated with the name, the name Oscar. Uh, oh, great! Hey, is our guest in the uh, waiting room there, Matt? Nope. Oh, all right. That's, hey, hey, hey. Let me see if uh, there's a nope. All right, no text at all. Um, what I what I did have a question for you guys. All right, wait, wait. We talked about the shirt. We talked about, oh, you know what, uh, Garen, are we allowed to talk about what we did for you on uh, on Saturday? Oh. What? what you know what? You do for me? You're right. Save it, to, save it for the next episode. Good call. <laughs> How quickly Garen he forgets. Save it for the next episode. I, oh, I yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Save Sorry. it. I don't, Sorry. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. want to talk about it now. Your, okay. your delay sickened me. No, because I completely <laughs> blanked on it for a second. But no, all yes, the all the yes. texts and emails thanking us mean, meant nothing because you don't even nope. remember it happening. I was up very late last night. Oh, what were you doing last night, Garen? That you were up I, so late. I just ended up watching a bunch of movies. What movies? Yeah, I watched. Um, I watched an anime called The Girl Who Left Through Time. I watched Shampoo. Hey, that's the uh, as we as I've mentioned many many times. That is the first I believe the first R rated movie I ever saw. My father took me to it when I was way too young. Uh, how's that hold up? Uh, it's good. It's, you know, it's seventies, whatever, but I, for some reason my entire life or as, as long as I've known about that movie, I thought it was a musical and I mm. don't know why you're thinking hairspray. Maybe. Oh yeah. I don't know, but no, not hairspray. I don't know what I thought it was, but I liked it. You know, Can it was... I ask you this, Garen? Cause I have not seen it since my father, uh, ruined my life with it. <laughs> um, uh, is there a lot of nudity in it? Why do I, why do I remember it being so inappropriate well there there's not a lot of nudity in it but there's a scene where where uh uh warren Beatty's giving it to i guess it's julie christie yeah pretty intensely so it's uh that might be what it was it might have been that his his rear end is moving pretty good and it's like wow 
I remember my mom just calling my father and just yelling and reaming him out like, how could you bring them to see that movie? You, How old were you? Well, when did that come out? What year did that come out, Garen? 78, uh, is it? 70, no, 75? 75. I think it's 75. It has to be. It can't be 73 because my parents were still together then. So I would have been 10, maybe at the most, nine. My yeah, brother 75. would have been 75. So I was nine and my brother was seven. Potentially, if it was before our birthdays, uh, six and eight. <laughs> uh, we went to see yeah, that's insane. Uh, shampoo. And look, here's the thing, as I always say about Oliver, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't right. know that he was giving it to her hard, to use Garen's qu- uh, quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I remember coming back and uh, coming home and my mom saying, so what movie did you guys go see? And I said, we went to see Shampoo. And she just, because she and my stepfather had seen it, because you know back in the days where one movie came out a week, mm-hmm. uh, they went nuts. My mom went nuts on my father. <laughs> So, I mean, by by today's standards, it's it's kind of tame, I guess. But in the seven, like in seventy five, it's. And I also didn't know if it wanted to be a comedy or a drama. It was kind of muddled that way. But you know, I still liked it. Those those seventies movies like that, they I enjoy them. Well, you know, we I think we talked about it recently. I saw Love Story. Uh, uh, it turns out for the first time, I thought I had seen it. Uh, but I, did we talk about this? I saw it recently. I think we. Yeah, I remember talking Is that about Ryan O'Neill. Ryan O'Neill, and yeah. I remember Danielle saying, uh, get ready to think it's a horrible movie, but crying your eyes out. And it was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly yeah. like, yeah, I don't know why this is considered a classic. Uh, yet, uh, you know, I'm, I had to go get a mop to clean up the area underneath <laughs> me because I uh, lost so much uh, moisture from my eyes. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I watched uh, in the waiting room now, Matt. Nope, still not here. Did, I just got a did, text saying that he was joining. Yeah. Huh? Um, oh, oh wait it wants a okay you know what let's take a break let's do that let's okay. take a break yeah and um i will um uh andy daly will join us when we come back uh so let's take a break uh, matt belknap is here of course uh garen cocker elliot hopeberg i'm here uh we hope you guys are staying safe we'll be back with more never enough money right after this Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Um, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak of Factor. <laughs> I'm going from- I uh, appreciate it. I'm uh, more than happy to do it. Now, these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. They've got the Calorie Smart Protein Plus- uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning. I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum. Which is uh, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get you know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah. Treat yourself. You you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah. I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the uh, what is it the uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I have not, I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before, like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones and 
I find that that's great with uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla and you, you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation or some uh, sweet potato chips and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Mm. Uh, that's just I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O 50 and use code Pardo50 to get 50% off. Factor! That's a good meal. I'm going to pronounce this properly. Earn in. Earn in. E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want to be clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let's let's go with your premise. Mm -hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earnin. That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're mis- <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 bucks per pay period. Earnin. Get your money now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 2608. Is that where we're at? I forgot. I know I said it about 45 minutes ago, 40 minutes ago, exactly according to my clock. Um, but I forgot. To, listen, the brain is mush. <laughs> the brain is mush. We're living in times where it doesn't matter what day it is. It doesn't matter what time it is. Uh, Chicago said it best on their first album. Does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really care? And boy, they were prescient. They knew this day was coming. They knew about the pandemic where it wouldn't matter what time it is. Take your family walk. Is it a.m.? Is it the p.m.? It doesn't matter. We are joined by Andy Daly. He is, uh, if you've got the video, you can see, is it, uh, you already see that he's in his closet. Um, <laughs> if you're just hearing the audio, uh, let, me, uh, let me paint a picture. He's uh, to his left. He's got some shirts behind him. He's got, looks, uh, looks like some garment bags that he brings on auditions. Maybe, uh, maybe as a day player when he's, uh, hey, bring your own suit. Uh, he's got a little garment bag back there. Then off to the right. Yeah. Looks like he's got some uh, Tupperware. And uh, <laughs> maybe it looks, it looks like you're even hoarding some toilet paper. Well, not in this closet, but yeah, we do have more toilet paper than we would normally have under normal circumstances. That was a I weird, bought it early. That was a weird thing, right? That we all kind of went. Uh, not we all. I did not. Uh, we we just happened to be at the grocery. I don't need my glasses to talk. Um, <laughs> they. Uh, I remember I waited in line at Target the very first time that this uh, that they were only allowing people in at a certain time, and people just ran to the toilet paper and just started throwing them into the. 
what what, what did, I know that the news has covered this and stuff, but what did people think was going to happen? That they would stop making toilet paper? That we would not be allowed out of our homes? What was the premise, do you think? Andy Daly, your thoughts. Okay, I think it's that second thing. I think people imagine themselves being hunkered down in their house, making their way through all of the expired canned goods to survive. Right. And, uh, and just it was you needed to stock up on toilet paper. You would be shot the moment you stepped out your front door, I think is what people imagine. <laughs> okay. So now, it that... turns out, did, did you read the article about why we can't get toilet paper? It's fascinating. Wait, I didn't know that we couldn't get toilet paper. It's very hard to find. Right now, it's really hard to find it. So you go to Trader yeah. Joe's, they got no toilet paper. The reason is not because of hoarding. It's because the, there are two different toilet paper industries, a residential and a commercial. And re- right now, because nobody is pooping in places of business or airports or libraries or any of those commercial areas, uh, there's no demand for that. And all the demand is for residential toilet paper. Isn't that interesting? And the, and there's no infrastructure for getting the crappy uh, airport toilet paper into your Ralph's. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'll uh, say this. I, I'll, I'll use my hand before I use that uh, that airport stuff. That, <laughs> the, I, I don't need to. I don't, don't you dare put that in my package at Target and, and tell me you're selling me toilet paper. I use that emergencies only. But I want the um, the paper toilet seat cover for the home. You want that for the home now? <laughs> I would like that for the home. Yeah. You don't Do know where you, your family's been. I don't. But yeah, these people are disgusting. <laughs> Do you use that at the airport? Uh, I, I, I do my own version of that where I... Uh, I use some toilet oh, no, paper. No, you don't that. cover it in toilet paper. Do you cover the seat in strips of toilet paper? I do. That that waxy thing. I don't know. I, I, I it drives me bananas. I've never known how to do it right. Is it? Does it go around the neck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to use it. It is unnecessarily confusing. I don't know why it comes with the that middle section that you have to detach. Yeah, that's a well, waste isn't of paper. That, but isn't that? I don't think. Is that the part that goes into the uh, water so that it uh, gets sucked in? Oh, yeah. that's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, see, I don't That's detach what... it either, and so the piss just kind of sprays back up in my face. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing's a nightmare for me. That's what, So I lay down f- three or four pieces of toilet paper, I sit my ass down, and I take care of business. I'm in and out before anybody knows about uh, who created that backup. But do you do you do you flush that toilet paper down oh, when you're done? Of course I do. I'm not the ad. I don't leave it there. Yeah, that's what I don't like. When I walk into a stall in a public right? place and the seat is covered in strips of toilet paper, it's just... Uh, what happened here? <laughs> right. And, and, and why is it my responsibility to clean up after you? You were you. That person was worried enough about germs, but they apparently yes. don't care about me coming in, having to clean that up out of the way. And thank God we're all stuck in our homes. People are disgusting. <laughs> I love it. Nice. I don't want to go near anybody in their weird habits. Uh, Can I be honest be, about the, the seat cover thing? Yeah. I always tear the middle out and then throw it in there. And then when I'm done, I just push it into the toilet i don't need i don't need a flap to pull it down into it it's that's an insane notion to me because if that thing's hanging there while you're going you don't know i mean that could cause other problems that i don't want to get into i I 100 agree with you um i I think it's a nice design for though if it works properly uh but i can't imagine like literally i used it one time it was a disaster and i've never done it again I hate it. I hate when I walk in there and it, it stares at me like you should be using this and I get mad at it. I don't want to use it. I'm going to say that's an over-designed item. Like, I don't think it needed to be that complicated and they're wasting paper. Yeah, I, it, it could just be a ring yeah. and then we could be expected 
to crumple it up and put it in the toilet when we're done with it. Yeah. I, yeah. I suspect that it's harder to manufacture with just a hole, though. It's probably easier to manufacture the way it is. It would actually, they'd end up wasting yeah. that paper I get, in I, the factory. Although then you could, oh, true. but you could recycle that. If you're just punching the center out, you could then take that yeah. and recycle it. Probably I less. fear that people literally would do what I joked about and they would use it as some sort of a life preserver and put it around their neck. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I think that that little dangly part is necessary so that dumb people don't use it as an accessory. Okay. Yeah, it's maybe. It's probably more necessary because dumb people would just leave it if it didn't automatically get sucked into the toilet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because as Andy said, we're disgusting. Yeah. That's a fair <laughs> point. Well, yes. We're apes. At the end of the day, we're apes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are we are we are uh, animals with the ability to speak and drive. <laughs> and that's really all we have over the uh, over the over the ape. They can't drive. Certainly not 55. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that song was about. No, I mean, you could teach you could teach a gorilla to drive, but not to observe the speed limit. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because chance. they can't read unless you've got one of those experts no. over there. Uh, Divin Gumbo is little thing. I call it Gumbo. Uh, a gorilla apparently at the zoo is named Gumbo. Um, <laughs> what was the famous gorilla's name? I can't Coco. think of the King Kong Coco. Coco. Not King Kong Coco. Real? What am I? I'm not your fantasy land, Elliot. <laughs> but wait, what? Coco. I just. But, but gorillas can understand sign language. So what if the what if the speed limit sign was just a hand signing fifty five? Well, then they could do it. That's what I'm saying. Unless you had an expert over on the side, yeah, uh, doing that, then they can't do it. Otherwise, they're just going to speed until they get back to the, uh, the their banana farm. Whatever I, they do. I, I don't like this idea. We already have enough problems with uh, having enough jobs for people. We don't need gorillas taking driver jobs. Yeah, but you know what? If we give gorilla the ability to drive, uh-huh. we then would have to hire sign language. Uh, experts yes. to stand at speed zones. Uh, new jobs. Oh, so we're creating jobs. Human job. yes. Yeah, oh, you're that's jobs. You're a visionary, Garen. You know what? I try. Not to mention that because zoos are closed, gorillas are currently unemployed. <laughs> they got nothing to do. They have <laughs> nothing to right. do. You're right. They need to now get into the perfect the, time. Yeah, they need to get into <laughs> trucking. That's what we need them to do is start driving long haul trucks. By the way, this is literally, uh, we're describing Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, the oh. fourth in the series. Is that, oh, is that true? Where they put the, uh, oh. when the uh, the humans uh, regained power, and uh, then the, uh, the the chimpanzees were doctors and, and waiters, and the gorillas were your servants. Okay. You know, is that, is that you know, old, uh, old Planet of the Apes or new Planet of the Apes? Uh, oh, like 1973, maybe? Yeah, that's, the, oh, it's, uh, that one. that's a good one. That's a really good one. It's it's considered one of the worst ones, but uh, I like it. It can't be worth it beneath. Worse well, this is, one. I love this. There, did you remember on the old uh, TV grid, when you get the newspaper, you'd look at the grid for what was on that night. Yeah. And sometimes there would be a little review. If they had room in the grid, mm-hmm. they would tell you like who, who the stars were and what the review was. There was one apparently uh, beneath the Planet of the Apes was on, and it just said "Indeed." <laughs> <laughs> this movie is beneath the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> oh, perfect wow, one-word one review. review. It is. One that's one of those, uh, Garen. To, to your point, that's one of those where it, it, it it's it's like Halloween three, where it's connected to Planet of the Apes just by title alone and the, and the first five minutes of the thing and the rest of it is you know this uh weird uh, underworld uh post uh, apocalyptic uh, land yeah it was a uh, weird one it uh, i don't i do not care for something? it i What's liked that? it were there psychics or something in that one I did. they're mind readers andy what are they 
they they are worshiping a nuclear bomb mm -hmm. underground. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so they're like robed occultists. And uh, the ending of that is stuck in my mind almost as much as the Statue of Liberty. Well, I won't give away the ending to the original Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Who are you keeping that from? The shirts? <laughs> why did that? Yeah, why think, did that have to be said? I think everyone's seen change. the lunchbox. My shirts by now. have not seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the hats have. Oh, the hats have seen it. Uh, Would you like to see what's in my hat box? Yeah. yeah some hats. Yeah. Would you like to see what's in there? Sure. Be fun. <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to. Uh, Maybe do a little play-by-play -play by it for the people that don't have the video. Uh, oh. uh, I'll do that. Uh, Andy is well, uh, standing up at the moment. He's grabbing a box. See, his headphones yanked out of his ear. This people to get the video. Huh? Yeah. yeah I can hear you now. Um, if anybody who hasn't bought the video yet now is going to buy it to get a look at these hats. Uh, <laughs> now, that's not a thing. Yeah. That's not a fancy hat pack. That's, like, that's a banker's box that you're using uh, to store your hats. Yep. And I, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know what's, all right, this is one of them Gordon Brothers flat cap. Uh, all right, there we go, your standard, what I call a Beretta hat, it's kind of a cabbie hat. Okay, I've got another one, and here's why, because I lost this one, so I, I bought this one, and then I found this one. Okay. And truth is, I don't want either of them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe when this is all done, this, uh, we're allowed to have uh, garage sales again. Why would you ever need that hat? That's kind of a uh, a, cow a felt looking cowboy hat. It's like a Steve Irwin look. Yeah, yeah. Australian. Oh, that's yeah, this was for when I went on tour and played uh, Dalton Wilcox on tour. My cowboy poet Dalton Wilcox. This was a hat that I could just I could actually put oh. in a suitcase. Okay, a cowboy oh, hat you could put in a suitcase. So oh, there is cool. a rational explanation. And how does that fella sound? Give us a little example of how that fella sounds uh, since you have the hat on. <laughs> Dalton Wilcox, cowboy poet, poet laureate of the West. That's how he sounds. All right. <laughs> I always, I always hated when uh, somebody like Martin Short would be on um, on a talk show in the eighties, and and the per like Tom Snyder would say, "May I now speak with Ed Grimley?" <laughs> <laughs> the worst. The so worst. awkward. Yes. And he was game, of course. Of, of course. course. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Now that's a Norman Lear type hat. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe what, uh, I don't hate it. What does that guy say, Andy? I'm curious as what that fellow has to say. This guy, I uh, Norman Lear. I'm uh, immortal, but uh, I do not have eternal youth. I have eternal life without <laughs> eternal youth. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, wait, now go backwards. That would be uh, bad, right? Eternal life without eternal youth. Yes, yeah. it'd be horrible to be live forever at ninety. Be horrible. Yeah. I think that's what's going on with Norman Lear. He re he does refuse to die. Even this virus won't take him down. Carl Ryan. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I admire it, but... All right. And then this is a sun hat that my parents bought me at a family reunion, and everybody made fun of me for two days. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember you wearing that uh, when, when, uh, at a, uh, when our kids were very young and we had the birthday parties. I do remember you uh -huh. wearing that and, and taking endless crap from all of us. <laughs> yeah. It's a senior citizen hat. <laughs> and then uh, then finally, this is the hat that I wear every time I take my family to Disneyland, which we used to do in the before times. <laughs> what, what does that say? I can't see what That's that says. All. It has Mickey and Minnie Mouse on there. What oh, fun that was. <laughs> um, I don't know. Not, it's, it's like 1955. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You know what? That's smart to wear a big floppy hat like that around Disneyland. And it's soft. You can put it in your lap easily on a coaster or a flume. That's right. 
when they tell you to take your hat off, you can take your hat off and you can sit on it. Right. And it's not like you're sitting yeah. on the uh, stiff brim of a, of a ball cap. There you go. I'd I think want- things through. I know, you know, I used to, there was a time I went through hat phases with, with golf. I went through the, when Greg Norman was very popular, I had the, that big, like, uh, what are those, that straw type of hat? What's, what's the name of that? Plantation hat? Well, it was like oh, a yeah. straw cowboy hat, kind of, the one he yeah, wore. Yeah, it was like a straw cowboy hat. And, and I, I don't have to tell you guys this. I look like an asshole. It did not <laughs> fit me. At, like, I, 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 there's no doubt every other foursome on the golf course had to go, look at that prick trying to pull that off. I looked horrible in it. And then yeah. I went uh, to uh, to what uh, something similar to what Andy was just wearing a uh, it was a Titleist kind of bucket hat uh, that was very soft that I would also wear to the beach or Disneyland for the same reason that Andy would do it uh, and again could not pull it off I looked uh, I looked awful in it um, but it was and I would always go I go make fun of me all you want I'm keeping the sun off my face and neck and that's what all uh, it's doing its job so off my ass. And uh, let me play through because I'm uh, I'm about to drive. Are you a good golfer? I no. Um, I'll shoot between ninety two and hundred at this point. Um, I did go through a phase. I was in the high school golf team, and I went through a phase where I was able to consistently golf in the mid eighties. Uh, but those days are gone. I don't play enough to do that. That was back in the mid eighties. Uh, you're kind. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're kind you uh I, I i enjoyed the play with numbers but uh no the mid mid 80s uh I, I was already not good again jimmy for those of yes. us who neither understand nor care about golf yes what is a good score range in golf for a layper like uh, the professionals you know they're aiming for par which is 72 ah okay. uh i always aim for 90 which is one over par that's uh, 72 plus 18 is 90 so I always shoot for 90s, which is also uh, if you if you try to if you average five a hole, uh, you could get you get to 90. Okay. Uh, so it gives you an opportunity to go uh, over par on the par threes and the par fours and try to get uh, uh, par on the five, or maybe you go over par three. You go par, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I always aim for 90, and these days I do not do it. I am not. Uh, uh, dude, I was out on the course today. Uh, boy, I, I uh, had a nice round out there. Oh no, Jimmy. Yeah. I don't think yeah. you're supposed to do that. I played for free. There was nobody there at the uh, at the clubhouse asking me uh, for any money. I just went out there. I did 18 holes quick, and uh, nobody oh. bothered me. There was not a single. I was surprised. Nobody was out there. Oh, that's nice. Nobody. Huh. Pretty lucky. I wonder what's going on. Uh, I don't know. Man. Maybe there, maybe you know what? Maybe there were water in the greens or something. I wasn't paying any attention, but the course was in great shape. Uh, really, it looked like nobody had stepped on it in about a month. Wow. It looked wow. pristine. Looked pristine. <laughs> I bet there are people who are crashing golf courses right now just because why not? Well, I will tell you this. My father told me that his friend Larry, who lives in Arizona, they do not have any sort of uh, shelter in place, so they are allowed to go to the golf course. I think Uh, Ventura County is opening up their golf courses. Look, I'll say this. If there's ever a sport that you can maintain social distance, it's golf. That's true. Yeah. You know, if you one by one go up to the tee box and hit your ball and go back to your cart... You're not you. You could theoretically never be around anybody. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's actually the perfect sport for this mm-hmm. uh, these times. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I saw I saw some people. Uh, we have a parking lot near us that's a, a community college parking lot, and it's where they do the Christmas tree lot around Christmas time. And there were all these families there with their kids riding bikes, and I thought, well, that's uh, okay. I like that. But then I 
realize that the reason they're there instead of the local park is that the parks are closed. Mm -hmm. But I don't think the idea is we're closing the parks so you can just go to an abandoned parking lot (laughs) and congregate there. (laughs) Yeah, that's not the point of it. Uh, Idiots. I blame them. I blame them. Of course, they're stupid. Yeah. Uh, Did you yell out your window and let them know they're making a mistake? Uh, yeah, but I, I phrased it like I just phrased it to you and it was just, and I was driving by, so it was too long. I, to be <laughs> I just said, look, I mean, I feel like you're here because they closed the parks, but the point was not that they closed it. And then by then I'm gone. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know I, I always remember, uh, there's a, a girl named Jessica Cope that used to work at uh, the tonight show and Conan with me. Uh, she was Andy Richards assistant for a little while. And she tweeted out once about when when we went to the law of no, you had to be hands free with your cell phone. Uh, and she oh, tweeted, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to muck this up. But her tweet was basically hands free doesn't mean not putting it to your ear and talking to it like it's a slice of pizza. It means hands free. And it's that <laughs> it's like all of a sudden when hands free, uh, people thought this was OK, like that you'd hold it in front of you like you're about to take a bite of pizza. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, that you're still using your hand, you asshole. <laughs> I still see people doing that, by the way. I, I call that Pop-Tarting because it looks like they're about to eat a Pop-Tart. They're like, huh? <laughs> she calls it the pizza slicing. Yeah. We all have names for this thing. Yeah. I call it the Cope. I named it after her like she was, uh, you know, Louis Passeur. Mm-hmm. I call it the doing Coke. <laughs> oh, you do? Well, that's because of your old days when you used to do a lot of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Always right? off of a yeah, always off of a smartphone. <laughs> oh, so well, it's this like is, a little mirror, isn't it? So this wasn't uh-huh. that long ago then, because <laughs> no, no, this is a couple years ago. In oh, fact, you just last you, night. You just did some blow last night. Actually, I'm thinking this is a bad time for cocaine dealers, right? <laughs> nobody, no, nobody wants to get coked up to sit at home. No, you're right. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be, but we, on the flip we side. We need a relief program for Coke dealers. <laughs> uh, is that small business? Can they apply? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> right? Get your 10 grand, Coke dealers. Hey, what do you think about Shake Shack giving their money back? That was pretty cool. Oh, I didn't see that. Did you see that? Shake Shack yeah. got, 10, they got $10 million and they gave it back because they realized that they got it because of a glitch in the system that they didn't really qualify for it. I, I don't know do. about that. What do you I think? Don't know. Well, because here's I had an experience for my account because I am incorporated. As some yes. of you, maybe you are as well. I'm, my account wrote to me and said, hey, you could get this lump of money from the small business thing because you're technically a small business. And we could even do this thing where you uh, whatever it becomes a deferred loan that you don't have to pay back if you do whatever. He, he just laid out this scheme for me. And then he and then he goes, um, the, the people who take advantage of this will be listed publicly. Let me know what you want to do. <laughs> oh. And I don't think, I don't think I would have done it even if he hadn't said that, right. because like, th- this is not what it's for. It's not for me and my tax shelter. It's <laughs> like, you know, but that made it for sure. I just said, no, don't do that. Please don't do that. So anyway, what it says to me is that Shake Shack at some point said, yeah, let's take the money. They're right. not, you know what I mean? And then later realized, Oh, oh, everybody's going to know that we uh, <laughs> signed ourselves up for this program. Uh, we don't want it. Well, you know what, though? Uh, they gave it back and they're still the heroes to me. And they make a, they make a great sandwich. I recommend going over there and uh, get yourself a delicious Shake Shack burger and a shake. They got shakes, I guess, too. Hmm. And they sell shacks. Matt. <sighs> oh, 
While you're getting to that, I, I, I will say one wonders if maybe they thought they were going to have to shut their stores down and then they realized that they could just do all delivery and they weren't going to actually have to lay off a bunch of people. Oh, that's possible. You know what? He makes a good point, Andy. Why don't you get off his ass? <laughs> all right, here we go. All right, here we go. Here's uh... What's happening? That was a joke. Yeah. I don't get it. Check out the walls and remember who the boss is. Here's the problem with that song. Is it so great? Uh, <laughs> Not that, a discouragement. That, that it, yeah, it's it, it's almost like uh, now we want it. My, my anger at you, at being at icing you. I ice you because you've interrupted the show. Mm-hmm. I no longer am angry because I get to hear that uh, that great song. Right. It also makes us want to ice him more, which isn't fair to him. Yeah. But it, yeah. it does happen pretty organically once an episode. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, hey, we yeah, got organically. Uh, we have to uh, read the trivia question. Uh, this week's trivia question, of course, uh, Andy, if you get this correct, you could win five dollars. Um, so- I'm going to get it correct. I am. Uh, I just have one of those brains. I just I just retain. Oh, trivial information. I am 100 percent for sure. If this is a matter of like other people have to bet on whether I'm going to get it right or not. Bet on me. I will know the answer. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, here's what you're going to do. You're going to bet anywhere between zero and twenty five points. It sounds like you're twenty five a- points. Yeah, twenty five. You don't even know the category yet. I don't <laughs> need to know the category. All right. So you're to write, you want to write this down or you want to, uh, I don't know if you, do you have a pen there in the office, but check one of your old suits. <laughs> I'll put it, uh, can I type it into my phone? Yeah, type it into your phone. Uh, so put in, seriously, uh, between zero and 25. It sounds like you're going 25. And uh, here's your category, guys, uh, before you write down your bet. History. Ugh. History. Huh. They say it, uh, it can repeat itself. Don't mm-hmm. know much about mm-hmm. history. I'm, gonna go, I'm just supposed to write, write down the number of points I'm betting. Yeah. Yes, yep. because if you if you get it right and somebody else gets it right, uh, you may win by default because of how much you bet. Right. And oh, if you okay. get it wrong, if we all get it wrong and you have the highest number of leftover points, you will also still win. Right. Okay. I. I'm just gonna say I understand, and then I'll. <laughs> when it happens, when it happens, I'll just act like I knew that that's how it was gonna work because I had paid attention. Uh, that's look. how I got through school. Man. You and I, you and I both, you and I both. Hey, Andy, I Man, saw my, on the on the internet it was your birthday over the weekend. Was it over the weekend your birthday? No, it was uh, Wednesday, and fifteenth uh, of April. Was this uh, uh, that's tax day? Not this year. No, yeah. I know. Was Not this a big birthday for you? If you uh, without saying your age, unless you I don't mind say saying age? my age. Uh, this was my 49th birthday, so not a big birthday, but, oh. you know, there's one coming. Mm-hmm. That, that's uh, next year, then. Yeah. Yes. So you were born, does that make it 1971 that you were born? Am I doing that's that correct. math right? Well, happy April birthday to you. 1971. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it was a great birthday. I had right. a lovely time. You did. You had we a nice had, time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. People came by. Mm-hmm. Uh they were all, they came by and hung out on the front lawn and they were all wearing masks. I don't know who was there. I have no <laughs> idea who came. They were wearing full masks. They were wearing full Halloween masks? Um, no, the masks were like nose to chin, but that's the only part of the of a person's face I'm ever able to recognize. I have eye and forehead blindness. <laughs> oh. Okay. So for me, if I can't see your nose and mouth, you could be anybody. All right, quick, so, Andy. I don't know who came. Which one? Who am I now? Who am I? Quick. Uh, Bugs so Bunny. Mean. Oh, yeah, it's Bugs Bunny. That's a good guess. Oh, no, it's Matt. Oh, <laughs> that could have, yeah. And I don't recognize voices. It's a problem. 
Isn't it funny to think that that's how bank robbers would uh, hide themselves by just going from the nose down like that? Uh, like does, that would never be. Shouldn't you go nose up? Obviously, you couldn't see. And you can't see anything. <laughs> but uh, I, saw, I once saw Macaulay Culkin interviewed and he told a story that he um, he was wearing like a ski mask. And pretty much all you could see was his mouth. And he was getting constantly recognized. What? Because he yes. Uh the, the point of his anecdote was that he has a very distinct and recognizable mouth. Well, he's got that, right? Isn't that from the... the <laughs> yeah, did he, yeah maybe he right. should have stopped doing that. <laughs> um, how great's his brother on Succession, by the way? Holy smoke. Yeah. Everybody like on that show, that show is so good. It's that crazy. show is amazing. That, that, uh, you think uh, it's one of those where it's like, uh, you got to watch it, you got to watch it. And you're, there's no way it's going to live up to the hype. And it does. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, I love that show. And HBO is, I think, free right now. So everybody who had that excuse before, you don't have an excuse to not watch it now. Just go watch it. Oh, HBO is free right now? They made it free. Yeah, for like, what, two months or something? Yeah. Should I unsubscribe then to save five dollars? What what do I do? Sounds like I a hassle. It's more than five dollars, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I is it? Say that, well, HBO. Well, I don't know what it is if you have cable, what it adds to your thing. But I think HBO now is fifteen. But I don't. I haven't seen a charge from them, so I don't think that they're charging. Oh, anybody. Hmm. But should I have done? Is, like, is that something I should have done? Like, should I unsubscribe to all those things and then resubscribe, or does that just seem like a bigger hassle? That seems like a bigger. I don't know. Is Too it, much a hassle. Seems like a hassle. Is it actually HBO? itself that's free or are they just putting their content on like hulu for free or something oh, no, no, no it's it's the, their app it's either go or now oh, okay i mm-hmm. never know which is that's which. where i watched uh, that elvis presley documentary jimmy that you begged me to watch you're welcome i'm more than happy to have recommended that to you uh, what's it called side of the road what was the, name of the documentary oh that the we- searcher the searcher <laughs> right. i just i just told jimmy the other day I said that I had watched a documentary about Elvis that he recommended to me. And he was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but then it turned out that I was right. Yeah. Uh, you did recommend it. I did recommend it because it was it was fantastic, wasn't it? It, it was. Yes, it was. You However. Gotta, you, go ahead. What's up? You don't believe he's the king? Uh, <laughs> well, it took me a long time to realize that uh, like a lot of uh, projects about Elvis Presley, this was done with the approval of Priscilla Presley and Elvis Presley Enterprises. Uh, so it's a little bit of a, you know, they're protecting right. the the uh, franchise mm-hmm. a little bit. Do For you- instance, they never mention how old Priscilla was when she and Elvis started dating. That uh, that number just simply doesn't come up. Right. And, how was, and they she? also say she was 14, she was 14 right? when yeah. they met. I'm oh, sorry boy. to say. Did not know she was that young. He also kept her in a bedroom for two years, I think, right? Oh, well, they didn't mention that. <laughs> yeah, there was That's like a, good. maybe it wasn't two years, but there was like a period of at least months where the, he was like, I, he, you know, he suffered depression and he was like, I'm not leaving and I need you to be here with me the whole time. So you're not leaving either. Yeah, not great. Not good. It also says that he, he started taking the, um, he started taking speed uh, while in the military to stay up for the long overnight shifts that he had to do in the military. No, nobody's buying that, right? <laughs> no, there's no, no way. No, G- guys, I think there's something I need to do. What do you need to do? Mm-hmm. Documentaries. Here is the news. We're gonna talk about some docs with you. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. 
Is that a real one that you're doing, or did you just make that one up? Just made that one up. Hey, that was that was really bad. good. It's really good. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, you can suspend your ZipRecruiter account for another week. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you're you, welcome. sir. You're welcome. Thank, thanks, boss. I watched a documentary last night. Actually, what did you watch, Garen? I watched "Tell Me Who I Am." Oh, that's oh, a great yeah. one. That's supposed to be that's good. a great one. That is some dark stuff. But uh, somebody t- do, do not give anything away because that one. Uh, oh no, I won't. For me, was a big surprise. Mm. But the mm. premise is, uh, Garen, if I'm not mistaken, it's a couple of twin brothers, and one of them falls into a coma for a while. Yeah, he's in a uh, an accident and is in a, he gets into a coma and basically forgets his entire life. The only thing he remembers is his twin brother. Everything else is is gone. And so I don't want to say anything else. Watch it. It's hmm. like an hour and 25. I think it's not too long. That's all you need, right? It's not even 90 minutes. Get in, get yeah. out on this thing. Love it. Where? And it's just them. Where? It's, it's on Netflix. 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 Cool. Netflix. Uh, all right. Andy Daly, his video is frozen up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Audio still right kind of there. Uh, is the audio still there? In bits and pieces, Andy. We're, we're getting bits and pieces. Okay. I don't know if Andy can hear us while this happens. No, he's having fun though. What he's happened? laughing. Uh, your closet's kind of, lead-lined. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is this a good time for a break, maybe, Jimmy? So we yeah. can. Uh... You know what? Let's. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's take another break. Andy Daly is our guest. We'll take a break. We'll work out these technical difficulties. Thank you for your patience during the pandemic, everybody. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Andy Daly is on Twitter at TV's Andy Daly. And uh, he also has a brand new album coming out on Friday, Four More Sweaters. Uh, I'm very excited about it. I helped produce it. And um, it's kind of a sequel to his uh, cult classic, Nine Sweaters, which you can also go listen to on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you listen to albums. But uh, check out Four More Sweaters. It's some of his uh, most popular characters. Dalton Wilcox is on there. Um, and uh, he talked about that on the show. Or he talked about Dalton Wilcox on the show today. And uh, it's super funny. I enjoyed the heck out of editing it. And I think you'll enjoy listening to it. So check out Four More Sweaters or Monsters Take Your Questions is the subtitle. And also check out uh, his new podcast, uh, Bonanas for Bonanza. The aforementioned Dalton Wilcox is doing a uh, a one of those TV watching podcasts where he watches... Uh, the tv show bonanza which i think there's 900 episodes of so uh i don't know how that's gonna work but uh if you can't get enough of andy daly check out bananas for bonanza wherever you get podcasts uh meanwhile jimmy pardo never not funny live dates on hold at the moment uh we do know now that uh they have postponed the uh limestone comedy festival in uh, bloomington indiana so that will be happening I actually don't know if they've announced it, but I do know it's not happening in May. So uh, we will let you know when that is actually going to be happening and when we're going to be there. Because uh, we love Bloomington. We love the Comedy Attic and uh, and Jared. And we can't wait to uh, be able to go back there and perform. Uh, so until then, check out Jimmy's Records and Tapes on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash Never Not Funny. Uh, check out Jimmy on Twitter. He's at Jimmy Pardo. The show is at Never Not Funny. Garen is at My Name is Garen. You can, of course, like our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash nevernotfunny, and that's where you get pictures of uh, guests from every episode. And finally, if you are a Platinum Plus or Platinum Primo subscriber at the $10 or $20 level there, uh, don't forget to submit your t-shirt size. You should have received an email by now. 
reminding you and, and telling you where to go. But if you didn't get that, just go to nevernotfunny.com, click the platinum link at the top, and then click perks, and you will see the uh, field to type in your t-shirt size so that we know what size uh, of this t-shirt to send you. Enjoy! I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. But we got what? We got a hat, shirts, we got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy. All because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. Super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us. And That's I, uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. <laughs> yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> well, if, if, it's, if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify dot com slash Pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. Web address. <laughs> To try ZipRecruiter for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, you don't have that kind of time. You get crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, Something's gone. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. Yeah, manager. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, why he needs an assistant. Uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program episode. Uh, as we talked about 2608, Andy Daly is here with us. Andy Daly's taking time away from the uh, other rooms in his house to spend some time in his closet with us. Uh, yeah. Now, Andy, you've got the two children, uh, the two beautiful girls, I want to say Daphne mm. and Gracie. Uh, That's right. And they um, are wonderful. I remember when we, uh, again, I, I remember when they were born and uh, mm-hmm. they were small children then. Um, they were so small. You're right. That's a good point. <laughs> and they just keep getting bigger, don't you? It's like it's like that guy Leon from uh, Airplane. He just keeps getting larger. Um, 
You know it. Trust me. I, I took a long way to get to it, but you know it. Um, <laughs> what was my question? Are the kids, how are the kids handling this? Uh, we're very lucky in that Oliver is uh, really uh, rolling with the punches on this thing. Very, uh, mm-hmm. uh, taking it very much in stride. And I told him last night, as a matter of fact, that if he ever feels the need that he wants to just go out in the backyard and yell, this sucks, he can do it. Um, don't keep it inside. Yes. Uh, so how are your kids uh, handling this? Well, funny you should say that. Just last night, our we had to break the news to our girls that their school is not coming back for the rest of this year. That yeah. was just recently decided. And so last night we talked about it. And Daphne, who's 12, started going, stupid virus, stupid school, stupid. And she just like started. And then it it turned into such a long list of things that she just started complaining about everything. <laughs> stupid table, stupid chairs, stupid food. And then she and Gracie uh, both went outside. We, we recently got a trampoline for the backyard for just this reason. Just like, go jump around. Right. And uh, they both just started jumping around at the top of their lungs like stupid this stupid that stupid it was it was great we were nice uh, i was it was perfect oh yeah perfect. exactly explode just go ahead and explode yeah right but, um, let them yeah <laughs> but they're doing okay i mean truly uh they're do- they're doing fine although gracie who is seven has now created i think three different imaginary friends Ooh. which i think is is good it's adaptive you know it's a solution but it's sad <laughs> i find it a little sad how are the three are they, are they they seem like good people though uh no oh, all three are horrible they're not very nice to her oh no, they, no. They uh, no i'm kidding okay you know what they are she, they are um they are electro trolls we saw the the new troll movie trolls world tour oh, yeah we saw it once and she loved it and then she wanted to see it again so we did and then she wanted to see it a third time and that's when i realized that it's 20 dollars of viewing oh no yeah because oh. you dropped 40 bucks on trolls yes i didn't know i was just like yeah put in my password whatever <laughs> uh i had no idea i had spent i had already oh, spent no. 40 dollars on trolls i thought oh. i thought you had it for like 72 hours you spent the 20 then you could watch it as many times as you wanted in, in a few days oh, you, you don't with those but no uh, somehow, I, don't, I don't think so yeah. i think they treat it like a they treat it like a ticket because it's a new release yeah, yeah. oh like how was that movie this. andy is it uh was it uh, did uh, did daphne like it as a 12 year old or is it really for the seven-year-old uh, the seven-year-old saw it twice, and the twelve-year-old was about to see it that third time when I said, "No, we're not it. Oh. No." Uh, so twelve-year-old didn't see it. I think she might like it, but it's more for younger kids. Okay. Yeah, because they're uh, they're going on tour. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, not now. Actually, I don't. Oh, yeah, I guess they are. It is. It's very confusing. I'd like to read some reviews of it because one of the things that it does is that it, it kind of says um, that there are six different kinds of music. Um, and I just feel like some people might object. <laughs> uh, are they counting country western as two, like they do in the Blues Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is Calypso represented? Western country. Country is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like techno. That's what it is. Techno trolls. Techno pop. Uh, rock. Hard rock. Mm-hmm. Is that's four? Now I'm up to four. Um, I believe smooth jazz. Of course. Yeah. Or jazz. Maybe it's just jazz, but there's a lot of like Kenny G style jokes. And then what's the last one? Hip hop. Classical, maybe. Oh, that maybe it's hip hop. No, you're right. It is. It's classical. It's classical. And then I think hip hop is lumped into pop. Yeah. Well, that seems unfair to the hip hop generation. That's a world. And that's what you're saying. People are going to be offended by it. 
What That's about what Calypso? There's no Calypso, Elliot. Calypso. Oh, there's also there's a there's a gang of K-pop people, but they must be pop. Yeah, I don't know about Calypso. I don't know mm. about yeah, all various forms of world music. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I half watched this movie while doing a <laughs> jigsaw puzzle, so uh, yeah. uh, I could be getting lots of things wrong. How many jigsaw puzzles have you done? My son is doing them, and uh, he's doing the thousand pieces, and he, uh, uh, I think he could finish them in a day, but he's choosing not to. Wow, a thousand pieces my- in a day. He he's, he goes fairly quickly, but I I think he's wow. Uh, uh, he's time managing uh, very well. Like I, I, I don't want to finish it all in a day. I'm going to spread this out so I have something to do for five days. I mm-hmm. think. Um, how many are you doing, Andy? I, I'm on my third thousand piecer, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been taking over well over a week for each of them. Probably probably like two weeks for each of them, and uh, yeah, I really I really enjoy it. Does I it? When you're done, do you take some liquid glue and uh, brush it over it, and make it into a, something you can frame? No, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy breaking it up and boxing it up and putting it on a shelf. And maybe at some point, well, I would. I, it does seem crazy to do a puzzle twice. Yeah, That'd but at the same time, why, why, why not? You're, it's it's the same process. It's you know, I I, I sadly I do that joke in my act. I say sadly because I'm about to someone allude to it of uh, puzzles are great if you want to see a picture uh, after a few days or something. I, I forget how I say it. I forgot how long it's been since I've done stand-up or how jokes work. Um, <laughs> but trust me, it's very uh, it's very funny, and people seem to respond positively when I say it properly in a comedy club setting. Um, what is the future of stand-up? Have you, I'm sure you've touched on this topic. What I, is the future of stand-up? Uh, Dane Cook? <laughs> <laughs> I, that, you know what I mean. If you can't, if if... If in the next like year and a half, the best you can do is have people seated six feet apart from each other, meaning that like, you know, every crowd is going to, by definition, be sparse. Yeah, I think every uh, I was talking to a club owner just last week. I think every club, if they're thinking smartly, know that uh, even when this is all lifted, that they are going to be at half capacity for at least a year. That is how this owner is thinking uh although he tells me he's talking to other owners who literally think the day that they lift the ban it's going to be four people at a little table again uh packed to the gills and that's that just isn't going to happen it can't happen it's got to be the same as what the rules that they're talking about for restaurants which is like half the tables and maybe you have to get your temperature taken or something uh and that's to see what kind of comedy you like you mean mm-hmm. <laughs> just take, take the, temperature. the temperature of the room right this guy's hot-blooded you don't want to go out this there and start doing racial stuff you can't do that uh all right let me go around the room very quickly uh, uh, uh andy to your point though i don't know the answer to that um i would imagine that and i don't want to put uh although again i'm basing this on the conversation i have with the one owner and and he agrees that i think clubs are going to have to use local acts for a while i think the idea of dropping money on uh on famous people is uh or even people like me and my price range if you're only filling filling half a room anyway why why spend that money on on x and so i think it i think at least for 2020 it's going to be hard for the working uh road comic uh mm-hmm. like me i think the the guy that's who could drive to all their gigs uh might be it might be a, a boom time for them mm-hmm. but yeah. i wonder i wonder if that's going to fall under the live entertainment banner where they're saying there's not going to be live shows or concerts or anything like that until 
next year at the earliest. Probably. I think I think uh, guarantee Elliot's point. I think I think that a comedy club will fall under the bar rules, mm-hmm. and as long as you seat them properly, uh, you'll be okay. And you know, it's going to be you know, it's going to be annoying after the third show of you know the ninth comic making the joke of cleaning the microphone off before he starts talking, uh, which will have to be done, and that will mm-hmm. be funny once during a show. Um, uh, but. Uh, I think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be bar rules. Uh, guarantee your point. Uh, uh, the good news is, if if the clubs are at half capacity, then never not funny live shows won't be affected at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was sitting on that and not saying it. <laughs> oh, that depends on depends on the market. Some markets Definitely we sell out. City specific. Yeah. Some markets you, we got to add shows. Other markets we can't <laughs> believe they agreed to the booking. um all right let's go around the room very quickly uh the oh i gotta read the i gotta read the question here's the question here's the question again this is from my son oliver it was vetted from uh, danielle vetted the question here we go uh oh i guess i could have when i went to the studio to grab the equipment i could have grabbed my balabans but i uh i chose not to here we go uh as a reminder my uh, son's handwriting is sometimes so atrocious i don't know what he's saying uh, here we go. Ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. In 1992, which politician was inducted into the National Wrestling Hall of Fame for winning over 300 matches and only losing one? Oh, gosh. In 1992, which politician was inducted into the National Wrestling Hall of Fame for winning over 300 <clears throat> matches and losing one? I know the answer. Well, write and it down. The answer's in so my I gotta head. I got to write down the answer? Your yeah. prediction came true, Gandhi. You said you would know it because you know everything, and you were right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Feels good. <laughs> I think my son has used this marker and, and pressed down on it like it was a ballpoint because it's no longer working. So somebody's going to be grounded. And by that, I mean, when I ground a kid now, I send him outside. <laughs> that's, that's what grounding is. Go go stand in a crowd. That's, oh, uh, that's your punishment. That's uh, that's great well, Santini-level abuse. I, it is. I, I like to think of myself as a Bobby Duvall. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's check in now with the uh, Pop Culture Beast Info Desk, uh, sponsored by Dogpile.com. That is Garen Cockrell. He's over there comfortably on that couch. Uh, he's already talking about the uh, the documentary that he watched last night. He also watched Shampoo over the weekend. Um, big movie, uh, big movie weekend for the Cockrell household. Big movie night. Oh, it was all in one night. Now again, all last do, night. Do you and your three roommates, do you all cuddle up and watch all of these movies? Or does somebody go, you know what? I'm going to go to the... No, I was in my room watching those. I was. They were all in the other room, so... Can I ask you a question? And I'm being very serious. Were they sick of your shit and they sent you to your room? <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was self-isolation. I wanted to... Yeah, it was just, you know, you got to spread, spread out a little bit. You know, we have not talked about that, Garen. This has to be hard. You know, while we all have had roommates in our lifetime, it's got to be hard to be with your roommates constantly. It, it you know, I, I'm, you know, how easygoing and you know, low key I am. So it's, it's kind of, it doesn't really bother me all that much. But one of my or two of my roommates, they're actually a couple, so you know, they don't have any separation basically, and uh, that might get a little, you know interesting yeah. <laughs> trouble in paradise yeah sometimes yeah. but uh he's, he's, you know you just have to roll you just have to deal with it are they uh, we're doing okay and this isn't my business but are they still fucking 
<laughs> yes. Oh, you and you hear it? Do you hear it? I, I have at one point heard it, yes. In the, during the pandemic, during the quarantine, yes. you've heard them going at it? Yes. Do you stand in the corner and jerk it? How do you handle that? Look, <laughs> what happens after that is not really for public consumption. I see. It has been in the past. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just basically whacking it in the hallway. Oh, of course you are. You got a glass up to the door and you're listening in. Something interesting is finally happening. <laughs> <laughs> Now here's a, here's a thing here's a joke I'll only make because no one's in the room to throw something at me. Um, if they're having sex during the pandemic, does that make them pansexual? Ice, ice, baby. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Elliot's taking his microphone off. He's walking you, out of his own. Trying to apartment. walk out, Elliot. He's he would rather die of coronavirus than hear any more of my shit. He's probably ding. mad that Matt stole his joke. <laughs> that, that makes more sense. Elliot, come back, please. That was a terrible joke. <laughs> Tell it to the terrible. clothes rack. Do you want to pull out another box? You got a box of socks you want to go through, Andy? Yes. <laughs> no. I do have a box of glasses here. Oh, yeah? Let's, uh, let's take a look at those. Yeah, I think you're going to find it fascinating. Are they Warby Parkers? <laughs> If there are some you, Warby Parkers in here. Look at that. Look at this professional wow. style oh, that's, that's glasses. Wow. Very nice. That's and not a single one with a fake nose on it. I'm disappointed. <laughs> anyway. Are you trying to beat I, Matt out yeah. for shittiest joke of the day, Garrett? What just happened there? You didn't need to do that. Good piece of business. How dare you? <laughs> like I'm going to get blamed for bringing the whole show down. I made one bad joke. You mean to pollute you, the room? I th I think you're like the uh, you're you're the COVID nineteen of jokes, Matt. You just spread your <laughs> shit joke to other Seriously, people. Seriously, do not touch your face after hearing that joke. <laughs> Here's a serious question for you, and this is going to be me at at my dumbest, and I and I acknowledge that. So they tell you to wash your hands on a regular basis, but if I'm not leaving my home, right? Well, Dude, you literally a, asked us this three weeks ago. Here's yeah. now I got to. This is uh, why, why do I need to wash my hands five times a day if I'm not doing anything? Or why can't I touch my face if I if I have not left the house in three days? You can. I, I, the answer is you can. You can. Right, thank, thank you for your time. I yeah. I, I've recently heard because I've heard so many people giving advice. One person say, you know, don't touch your face with unwashed hands. And I thought, oh, I'm glad for that clarification. You know what I mean? Yes. If you if your hands are are washed and you haven't touched anything, if you haven't contaminated anything, you can touch your face. Oh, what happened? Did I freeze? No, up? you're good. Yeah, now. you froze up a little bit. I think we uh, oh. we got we got through it. We like to, we got to see your uh, Macaulay Culkin impression. So uh, <laughs> it, all, it all worked out. But it, yeah, I mean, it's just about how how much do you trust that your home is completely perfectly disinfected? Uh, I mean, what, it's it's a very remote chance. But if if you let's say you go out into the world and something gets on you, you come home that gets on something in your house, then you touch that with your hand, then you touch your face. Right. That, that by that point, there's so little. If there was ever any amount of virus on you, it's it now it's down to the point where it's probably not even enough to to make you sick. But it's still possible, I think. Well, that's what, what? the expert they, they they did a thing on uh, the, where they asked like six experts that very question. Like, do you need to you know 
burn your clothes the second you come back from Target? And the answer is no, because of the way that we move through the world. Yeah, I like saw that. We, we parked that. Yeah, uh, like a human body, the, the aerodynamics of walking sort of makes things sort of roll off of you. If you're if yeah. you're going fat, like a car is going too fast, and that's why bugs will hit a windshield and and die. But they, if you're walking down the street, you don't you're not constantly getting bugs splattering on your face. And and that's what we are. To the, to the, that's a bug. They call flu a bug. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. You do it. have to wash your car anytime you use it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Damn, I'm in trouble then. I will tell you this: that when I went out on my errands the other day, uh, I did I did swing by. I wanted to get a car wash, and it was closed. And yeah. it was an auto car wash or automated. It was an automated, and I was like, "Why is this? Why lift that gate and let me give my car a bath?" Maybe they're worried that if it breaks, it won't get any maintenance. It could be a maintenance issue. That that's a good point. Mm. Maybe it had nothing to do with this. Maybe it just, maybe, you know, I went there at three in the morning. Maybe they're just not open. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that, that, was that, it raining that day, Jimmy? They usually close on rainy days. It was raining. It was three. It was, it was a rainy night in, uh, in Cleveland. Mm. What? <laughs> Another rainy night in Georgia. I got the, uh, <laughs> got the place wrong. Uh, Garen, what's your answer on this? Uh, who was the politician that got inducted into the wrestling hall of fame? Now, history is for sure. Not my, forte so i bet low i'm not gonna tell you what i bet yet but uh i believe i know the answer to this question i believe i got it correctly all right well i'd like to hear your answer uh jesse the body ventura would be my answer to that question you know what oh i'm interested to see what the other people have to say (laughs) (laughs) because what may be a difficult question for my son and wife may not be a difficult question to the rest of the world yes (laughs) Uh, it's a great question, though. I didn't. I did not know this information. Yeah. It's a well, it is. Uh, again, this is 1992. He was inducted. Uh, well, he or she was inducted. Yeah, this could be Cindy right. Lauper. Uh, <laughs> she did like to wrestle. Oh, she, yeah. She, she did was, do some wrestling, huh? She was near a wrestler for a little part in her career that I think uh, derailed her career, and nobody took her seriously anymore. Oh, it was mm. the worst. It was the, one of the worst career moves of all time. I think it really was. She's one of the greatest singer songwriters of all time, and then here comes that bullshit. Yeah. Mm. She well, turned Captain- some. Captain Lou Albano was in her very first uh, music video, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what started her whole connection with that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I got to see him with that rubber band around his beard. No, thank you. (laughs) No, he used to glue rubber bands to his face. They'd be hanging off his cheeks. He would do that? Yeah. Captain Lou Albano's brother was my driver ed instructor. Is that right? Wow. Was that was he a sergeant or what was the brother? A lieutenant? <laughs> Admiral. And How some... did the Albanos uh, handle their family? Did everybody get a uh, get a rank? Yeah. He was a private. Private uh, Albano. <laughs> private Albano behind the wheel. Ten and two, gentlemen. Uh, all right. So he says uh, the, the Jesse the Body Ventura, right? Did I say those words in order? Yeah, uh-huh. you did. Uh, uh, from Minnesota, if I want to, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yeah. Uh, the, man seems to have a good head on his shoulders. The, uh, they call him the Governor. <laughs> Do they call him that just like they did our? No. Uh, that would make no sense. <laughs> you didn't play the Terminator. <laughs> he was he was in a movie with Schwarzenegger. He was in Predator, but uh, oh, that's true. His character was not a Terminator, so. Was he a uh, was he a governor of Minnesota or was he a he was the, uh, he was the governor yeah, he was governor governor yeah. of Minnesota and uh, he run for a representative I believe he was a terrible governor <laughs> is that uh, true no surprise <laughs> I elected at least once though did he not did yeah. he? we have we also so. elected our idiots so uh, yeah. 
you know, get, although Minnesota always seems to be smart about their uh, uh, their elections. I wonder how that happened. I guess mm. it's just fame, right? You fall for it. You yeah. fall he for seems it. like a good guy. He doesn't seem like a bad fella. He also, I think, like uh, branded himself correctly for that time, I think, as more of a libertarian. And people, I think, at the moment in that moment were wanting someone who was basically saying, get the government out of our lives completely. And uh, that resonated, apparently. Well, that was the same. Was that the same year that uh, Ross Perot got 20 percent of the vote? <laughs> so that was 1992. You're yeah. exactly yeah. right. Got my vote. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know when Jesse Ventura was. I know when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame because of this question. Oh, I, I don't know when he was elected governor. But yeah, that oh, it right. probably was in that same period of but, time. Uh, but to your point, 92 was the uh, was a, who was it? Perot, Clinton and Bush senior. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. And uh, Elliot just said that he voted for Ross Perot. I did. I thought. I thought. Why not? This. These other assholes. They, they haven't was, uh, been doing things as well. Uh, sorry, Elliot. Uh, Jesse Ventura was mayor of Brooklyn Park from in 1991 to 1995, and then governor of Minnesota from 99 to 2003. So he did a great job as mayor, and everybody said, "Let's give him a shot of the big uh, in the big stage." Mm-hmm. I guess so. <laughs> right? He really put Brooklyn Park on the map. <laughs> he really did. A city I never heard of yeah. until this very moment. Right. And I don't think there's a city in Minnesota that I didn't do stand-up in in the early 90s. <laughs> that, uh, that's when I was uh, at the, uh, the heat of me uh, being a road dog comic. Uh, all right, Elliot, uh, who are you going with? Same answer? Uh, so I will say that I, I had trouble with this, but I did yeah. come up with it before Garen spoke about it. Uh, I had originally written down governor of Montana, so that would have been wrong. But I do have Jesse Ventura. <laughs> The body? I did not put the body. I just put Jesse Ventura. All right. Well, I'm interested to see what's written down here in this answer key, because if it doesn't, if it includes body, uh, I can't give that to you. <laughs> okay. Um, That's what we're doing. Hey, this piece of paper is green, and yet it's not. Uh, it wouldn't. It's, you don't have. Because you're not doing a green you're screen. You're not doing a green screen. I yeah. am, which is why you can see through my body. Yeah. And I have these. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Stand up for a second, Garen. I want to see that your chest cavity. Look at that. <laughs> oh, weird. That's Guys, funny. I had a very severe accident during this quarantine. <laughs> uh, couldn't go to the hospital. Got a pop culture shape, pop culture beast shape hole. You know, I was I was making cutouts. Wait, now it's it working. Just... That's crazy. Yeah, now now we can see it. That's bizarre. I think it oh, might yeah. have to do with the way the light hits it. That it doesn't, uh, yeah, maybe makes it dark. None of you guys are where you appear to be. Uh, Matt is. I am. I'm actually in the studio by myself. Oh, I see. I'm. Uh, hang on, uh, Andy. Just. Uh, um, I, uh, there I am. <laughs> really? That's, my, that's the real one? That's yeah, the that's real the real one. one. I have, I, I hang, um, wait, I don't want that one. I hang, uh, blankets on the, uh, the, the wood doors so that uh, it does not echo as badly. Oh. I'm in my office. Okay. And uh, Elliot, Elliot's at his home. Matt is at, uh, he has, he is at, uh, head, uh, Never Not Funny headquarters. Hmm. Or am I? Wait, What? I'm actually, really I'm hanging out with my buddies. Oh, you're right hanging now. out with the Beast Boys? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's weird that you would hide them. Well, uh, they're, they, they, they just like the show, so they're like sitting quietly and listening to it. But uh, well, isn't one of them like weekend at Bernie's because isn't one of those guys dead? That's his cousin. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh. He's, taking, oh, he's taking the place of Ad, Ad, uh, Adam um, Yauch. DJ Ad-Rock? No, it's uh, Ad-Rock. MCA. MCA, dead, MCA right? is dead, yeah. Adam Yauch. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm drifting through space, actually. <laughs> oh, 
This is a false closet. Oh, right. oh, that, oh, that is you. That's what you've chosen as your background. It's amazing yeah. that you still have uh, hats and glasses in this uh, void of space you're drifting through. Well, you got to bring important stuff. You're going to space. <laughs> yeah, right. You do it, Carl. You never know when an audition is going to happen. Sure. You got to be ready. Yeah. Uh, Matt Belknap, did you also go with Jesse the Body Ventura? I did indeed say, can I see Jesse yep. the Body Ventura? Yep. Says the whole thing. Um, all right, then we uh, we uh, we uh, bop it down on my screen. We go down one level to uh, Andy Daly. Andy, did you uh, who'd you go with? Well, I believe I'm the only person that got this right. Okay, <laughs> because it was Jesse the Mind Ventura. <laughs> That's true. He did change it. He did. Do you remember it. he changed his yeah. name to Jesse the Mind Ventura? <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember that. <laughs> but that's not who was inducted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah, the body got inducted. Right. The oh, mind. Oh, went that's to a great point. Oh boy, it's a great point. Oh my point. god, what do you I have there, Jimmy? Thought myself, <laughs> Jimmy. Did you uh, say yours? Uh, I will give you mine. Uh, Strom Thurmond. All right. So uh, <laughs> I did take the time to write Strom Thurmond down, though, because I thought that was funny to do. Um, and I will. Uh, I literally got it seconds before. Uh, is, 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 I need a ruling on this. I thought of it seconds before Garen gave his answer, but I didn't write it down. Oh. Um, I wrote down Strom Thurmond as my joke answer mm-hmm. and then went, no, I got the, I actually know this. And then Garen gave it, but I don't know what the ruling is on that because I didn't write it down. Uh, I, I trust you. If I may, you are the most intense about the spirit of this game. Yeah. Mm. So I cannot imagine you doing anything but playing above the board. So, so you're telling me that it's not allowed because I didn't write it down because no, I'm, I'm in the spirit it's, of the it's game. Allowed. No, because I would. The I spirit, trust not the letter. All right, follow up. What if I'm lying about that part? If, I, I don't <laughs> if you're lying, then you should not get the points. No, no, I would well, lie about that. No, no, no. Give him the points. He can he can feel guilty about it for the rest That's of his life. That's true. You would it would eat you up inside. <laughs> um, as a reminder, I left $20 on the ground for a stranger the other day. I am nothing if not an honest and kind human being. We don't know if that story's true now. Yeah. <laughs> what if you made, told us that story just so you could get away to with set this long up. time? Wow. This? Wow. wow. Like, and the long That's game. exactly what's going on. Well, you know what? What if, what if, the, what if, the, egg, uh, what if the joke's on me and I open up this answer key and the answer is Strom Thurmond? <laughs> then you don't get the points. It did cross my mind that it might it might be some. I was like, there's probably one other wrestler. It's got to it's it's be Jesse the Body of Ventura. He's the only guy that we know. I mean, right? The Hulkster didn't run for anything. Well, Trump was, uh, Trump was in... Uh... Some he wrestling did. stuff, but I think I think Trump is wow. Trump is in the wrestling hall or the WWE Hall of Fame too. Is he really? I think but so. But he didn't he didn't wrestle. Look that up, Garen. No, no. But I but oh, I think you're right, he was. It, I remember. You know he, what? You know what? It it two uh, Oliver's. Uh, he gave us too much information. Yeah. He actually could have ended the sentence with uh, wrestling hall of fame. It didn't. If he left out the winning over, you could think, oh, is it Vince McMahon for some reason? Mm, uh, sure. Was he ever in politics? Is it oh, somebody you're like an announcer? Is it somebody right, you're yeah. not thinking of? Yeah. But too much yeah. information uh, led us down the, uh, the but, body or but, the mind. But without those <laughs> extra things, there may be more than one correct answer, right? Yeah. Mm. Too much information. You know what? Once again, I'll send him out. No crowd. He is grounded. There's no question. <laughs> he is going to have to deal with some people. Donald oh, Trump boy. is in the WWE Hall of Fame. No. Jesus. He is. He is. But I don't think he was inducted in 1992, so. Oh. All right, or maybe he was. I don't know. Is I will look. Uh, Everybody uh, else is apparently looking it up as well, Jimmy, so you better get to it before they Yeah. Get. Well, I'm looking up the answer here. I'm going to go oh. right to the, I'm going to the answer key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Open and up it, that post-it. Uh, it is 
You guys ready for? You guys ready? Uh oh, is it Donald oh. Trump? <laughs> the answer is. Wait, Al hey Oliver Griffin. <laughs> <We're gonna> <laughs> <go>. <laughs> what? what happened? Did you, is this the answer? Did you give me the right answer here? Come and look at this piece of paper. Did you give me Did the right answer? Are you reading your Strom Thurmond answer? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we're all wrong. We could all suck it. All right. The answer is? The answer is Abraham Honest Abe Lincoln. Wait, what now? What? <laughs> what? Apparently, uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln uh, won some wrestling matches in his lifetime. And, and in 1992, you know what? Look, this they... is the National Wrestling Hall of Fame. Nobody said anything about WWE. That's, That's true. true. Oh, wow. Abraham Lincoln was a wrestler. Yeah. You, you want to get on a mat with that guy? That guy's uh, like a praying mantis. So he's all over you. <laughs> he's got the completely wrong build for wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, but I don't want to wrestle him. <laughs> right. Even if you got him around his waist, his arms will be so long. They uh, he's able to flip you. I feel like he's all like hard angles and wow. like he would hurt you just with his bones you know yeah. what i mean like so he, he was an accomplished wrestler as a young man defeated only once in approximately 300 matches jesus and talked uh, and talked a little smack in the ring this according what? to the history channel well i could believe that you ever hear that speech he gave at gettysburg that guy's got some mouth on him <laughs> yeah <I> mean, <laughs> this wow. is that is a i'm not gonna lie i literally thought it was like i was gonna say oliver they, they still need to be harder uh, yeah, because five dudes didn't. You know what? In fairness, Oliver, that was it was history. It wasn't right. pop culture. It wasn't. That's why right. I, I actually was like in my head going, this is a stretch for history. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Right? It's 1992 history. It technically, uh, you know. Wow. That's oh. wild. Well, that explains why Booth had to sneak up on him from behind. <laughs> <laughs> and why he hit him with a chair before he shot him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, well, everybody, reveal how much, how many points you uh, you didn't. Uh, you, ah, I feel very good about my bet now. Oh, you're right. So, oh. so, so whoever has the lowest number here wins the week. Uh, oh, the lowest bet, but yeah. nobody so the highest total. But nobody goes. Nobody rolls um, over. Rolls over. So, uh, Garen, what'd you bet? I bet ten. All right, Elliot. I also bet ten. Uh, Matt, can you read that? Eight. Eight. Oh, you suck. <laughs> Wait, Ellie, uh, Andy is frozen again. Oh, he's back. I, he's sort of back. All right. Uh, ah. You went 25 because you just uh, wouldn't shut up about how you know everything. I can't see your screen, but I, I assume it says 25. Can you read it? Oh, oh there, there it goes. 25 points. 25 points. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, did my, I did my usual 25. 12. 25 points. So once again... So, so all right, Garen, you're going to have to keep track of all these bets. This one and the letter game on the other episodes... Uh, so that I could uh, reward the money uh, when we get back into the studio, which I'm being told uh, uh, this is all being lifted at some point today. So should we, we should be back in the uh, studio tomorrow. <laughs> um, nice. I, wow. I'm going to tell you, I, I I'm not going to lie. I love the fact that we all got that wrong. Yeah. I yeah. Love that we all I, got I, that yeah. Wrong. It's a great. I, I, I struggled. Know. I struggled to think of Jesse Ventura. And it's and when I got it, I was so happy that I that I got Jesse Ventura. I figured it out. I'm going to mm. tell you something, Elliot. To your point, uh, I'm glad that I was wrong because I made that whole story up about how I guessed it. I was just following on your uh, coattails. <laughs> <laughs> so thank God I don't have to live with uh, that. Was the that karma. guilt? Yeah, the, that, that was karma getting getting you back for cheating. Unbelievable! But it got us all. The one time in my life I decided to cheat, and I'm still wrong.
It's kind of funny to me that you guys think that 10 or 12 is a conservative bet. To me, it's like, I don't know shit about history. So, like... I actually... Uh, I'm not bad with history. So, 12 yeah. to me was a decent... Uh, I guess not you. I just met Garen and Elliot. Well, well normally, I, I keep getting bit by not betting enough. Right. So, I, I doubled what zero. I thought about. Go ahead. I'm if, sorry, Garen. A history question, I would do zero. Because, right. But since we're not losing points, it doesn't make sense to not... Right, right, right. Bet something. Try. So. But don't you... But you want to win the weekly bet. Yeah. Well, that's why I thought... That ten was. I see what you're saying. A safe thing. But see, now everybody, you know, you guys are in the situation of like you're not only trying to win the weekly, you're also maybe trying to catch up in the, in the overall competition mm-hmm. uh, because I'm ahead. So that's it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough race. It's well, gonna it's going to be a tough race. Tough. Go ahead, Andy. Am I winning? Yeah, you're the winner. <laughs> you're the big winner of the day. <laughs> you won everything. You won the question. You won the weekly. You won the yearly. You're the winner. Whatever you need to hear, champ. You got it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. We're like a corner man right now. Yeah, you got it. You got this guy. This guy's on the ropes. Don't worry about the pain, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cut, me. cut me. Hey, Andy, thank you for joining us. Thank you. This, this was, was uh, this was great fun. It was delightful to have a thing to do. Yes, I, uh, I agree. And uh, uh, we've been very, very lucky that everybody joining us uh, knows how to still have a conversation, even though we're not in the same room. Um, it's because uh, oh. this could have been this whole having to zoom these things in could uh, could theoretically have been clunky. And luckily, uh, it, it has not been so far. Oh, good. Yeah. No, it feels quite natural. I've, I've gotten used to this being the way that I communicate with people in small squares on my computer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we could tell by how, how easily it was for you to log in today. So we know how, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that only took a half hour. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, uh, let me let me mention real quick because uh, yes. I'm excited about it too. Um, Andy's got a new album coming out from AST Records on Friday. Called, oh, uh, four I didn't more know sweaters. That. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, Friday, April 24th. Four more sweaters, aka Monsters Take Your Questions, is a new comedy album coming out on AST Records. How exciting! Yeah, I think it's amazing that that you were booked for the that I booked you for this week, uh, uh, not knowing that. I'm excited about this. I actually think at the time that you that that we booked this, the album did not have that release date yet. That's how oh. far ahead you planned things. <laughs> we did we did book this. Uh, it was one of those things where you and I were texting about something else, and I said, "Hey, it's been forever. Oh, yeah. Let's get a date on the board." And so it's like, hey, how's uh, how's mid-April look? And we both went, well, that's insane. The world could be over by then. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. And yeah. here we are. Talking from yes. our closet. Ridiculous. Uh, anybody, again, we thank you for uh, for joining us. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, on behalf of the pop culture, he's looking down there. There's Garen Cockrell. Uh, back there, there's the Asnallarelli Hochberg at the Video Village. The Honcho Matt Belknap, our great friend Andy Daly. Stay safe out there, everybody. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.